Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Everyone, welcome to Slamfire Radio. This is February eighteenth, twenty twenty-one, and this is episode three hundred and ninety-two. I am one of your hosts, Random Dave. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly, and I'm Adriel. And See? that's it. Yeah. So yeah, it's all of us. Not really. Trevor's not here. But, hey. He's busy with school. And he stuff. is busy with school. Mm-hmm. So we actually advertised that we were going to have a special guest on this evening. She's not able to join us uh, due to some family commitments that had just came up. So um, we're going to continue on with the show based on uh, what we know, which basically is not a lot. <laughs> I, have a, I have a strong gut feel. I have strong personal we opinions, have, not yeah, grounded we- in reality whatsoever. And that's oh, come okay. on. They're pretty grounded in reality. <laughs> you are pretty grounded. <laughs> yeah. Like... Come on. Anyways, so just wanted everybody to know that um, because we actually advertised that we were going to do it. But it's still actually an important show to discuss the topic that we're going to be discussing. So anyways, I'm going to shut up now because I'm not the actual lead host. We can reduce the cost of this episode by 15% just because we we advertised we'd have a special guest on. That's true. That's what we'll do. We'll knock off the price of this episode. Your refunds will be in your mailboxes soon. (sighs) <sighs> Anyways, I'm bossy. I'm gonna. <laughs> you are bossy. bossy. You're chicken hungry. You like it? <laughs> oh, I actually am. Angry. It's like chickens waiting. I thought it was gonna I'm be done chicken. in time, and it's not. Can oh, you shit. do the chicken tonight dance. Chicken tonight. <laughs> oh, almost there. Damn it. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, what do you want to do first? You want to just get right into the bell and talking about it? No, we're going to go through the show like we regularly will because we don't have the interview, right? Okay, cool. So we'll skip that. So That's me being bossy again, by the way. (laughs) I'm good at it. She's left. There's chicken somewhere. She's not even there. No, my light went out. I just wanted to put it in. Need to get her wireless headset so she can go go have chicken while we're talking. You don't want to hear me chew over the headset. I have to move. I've seen you eat. It's not overly disgusting. (laughs) Thanks. What we did with guns today <laughs> is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier f- firearms retailer. And tonight they've got a Beretta 1301 Tactical Gen 2. That's last week. I could talk about another one. They got yes, spears last week. They got some spear lawman handgun clean fire training ammo. 147 grain. It is 23 bucks, which is kind of pricey. But yeah. it is uh, fancy stuff. It looks very fancy. Yeah. It's got like, I don't know, a weird bullet in it and stuff. <laughs> Anyways, check that out. It's clean. The The primer doesn't have lead in it. So oh, that's awesome. Um, you, be, you basically blaze away and breathe it all in. And it, it probably won't like it. kill you that much. Yeah, You won't end up like Trevor. So. How's <laughs> that? Blood, blood levels. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, he hasn't had yep. it tested lately. 
Find out. Well, problem solved. Yep. I like that. All right. So, Dave. Yes. What have I done in lately? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I got distracted (laughs) looking at the fancy ammo and pasting. I'm I'm interning and pasting the ammo into the. I'm taking over. I mentored an 18 year old who's getting into handguns. That's what I did this week. So, oh, that's awesome. Be angry and disappointed in the conservative liberal government, but uh, yeah. Does he also have a crossbow? And you know, does he actually do you know the whole paintballing and you know airsoft? Airsoft too doesn't that I know of. Well, he should. Should he may now tell his friends. uh, yeah. So this guy um, is his mom actually was talking to somebody at work and the somebody at work knew that I was into guns. So she basically her son came to her and said, I'm getting my license and I'm getting a handgun. She's down in the city and she doesn't know anything about handguns. So she was pretty freaked out. So I ended up talking with her for about half an hour and then ended up on a video chat with him and the whole family last night for about an hour, showed up a bunch of guns, talked about the laws, safe storage, different sports, what you needed to do, what you need to get into. And uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. He's pretty excited. So he is waiting on his RPAL to arrive. He was disappointed when I told him it will be months yet. When did he take the uh, course? Uh, he submitted it in December, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah in December. So I told, uh, I told him. Yeah, so I told four, him. Four months spring, is, early summer. Yeah, four months is what uh, what they're saying on Reddit right now. Oh, that's not bad. Ugh. So yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's all bad. excited. So he's getting a he's getting a Glock. He's just gonna skip the Nicky nickel plated sissy pistol and get right into a Glock. Sweet. Why is he Why? in Toronto Why? proper? He's in Mississauga. Yeah, he likes Glocks. Oh, that doesn't BTA. count. So, Does yeah. is Mississauga going to ban handguns? My it, John Tory John Tory doesn't actually. He's not the mayor of Mississauga. Mississauga has its own mayor, so mm-hmm. no, probably. I don't know. We'll see. It's a big city, so I don't know. Maybe. So mm-hmm. I told him to uh, explain a little bit about the politics and said, "You need if you're getting into this, you need to, you know, join the CCFR, go check up some gun gun forums and watch Adriel's sure. videos and." Contact your city councilor. Yeah, talk to your city councilor. Talk to your MP. You know all that good stuff. Write letters to the government. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, we'll see what he does. But he's he's pretty uh, he's pretty pumped. So now he's got some homework to do. And uh, told him to go uh, do a maple seed course. His dad has his pal. Um, he's a rifle shooter, so he's going to. Uh, he doesn't have any guns at the moment. But I said, uh, you know, go uh, go hang out with the maple seed people and do uh, do the course. That'd be awesome. Love to see him. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Okay, Kelly, what have you been up to? Uh, not a lot, actually. So uh, last night I was on. So Lady Guns, you guys are familiar with Lady Guns. We're going to be talking about them, by the way, in the event section. Yeah. Uh, so that's Danine and Casey. They're out of Alberta, and Lady Guns actually usually once a month they would actually do a ladies' day at the range and the Calgary Shooting Center, uh, as well as select shooting supplies. A whole bunch of actually um, ranges in Alberta would help them host a ladies' day. Anyways, with COVID, they put that, the live uh, event or live shooting event on hold, and they've mm-hmm. been doing webinars or podcasts. And I was invited to go on last night uh, with the uh, Regina, who is the other person that is part of the Canadian University Shooting Federation, the, wh- the women's division or committee 
and we were on there with a bunch of women and we're talking about shooting and it was awesome and you can actually find so they are now going to to do this on a regular basis as well even if they go uh, live with events they're going to uh, be broadcasting these live but they're also actually going to be you can see it on youtube too so they go over there and like their page on youtube and you can see last night's show as well because they record it and post it there uh i also actually um uh, macadam so i was so hoping that trevor would be here tonight because i um got or, or placed an order well actually i didn't i totally lied to you my brother was placing an order for some stuff from uh the gun dealer in macadam He's, it's the biggest gun dealership in um new brunswick anyways that said he wanted free shipping, I guess, or whatever. So he said, do you want anything? I ordered some shooting vests. Uh, you know, basically, instead of, I'm going to put on the vest while I go ski shooting. And even Kelly got in on the deal because their stuff was 65, 75% off. So wow. got a really good deal on a vest. It's ordered. It's at my brother's. I got to go pick it up. But it was a really, really good deal. I think I have 50 bucks for a shooting vest. Really good. Anyways, uh, got some supplies in for Project Maple Seed, so we're gonna get all set for that. And Adriel will get his package soon. Adriel, by the way, I need your update for what you need. Uh, and also, we had an IIT call on Sunday. Was it Sunday? No, Monday. And I still have to do the notes from it because well, that's what that is. It said on let's call. I'm like, all right, this is gonna be good. No, it's IIT. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> I am so behind in everything. I am. Yeah. I'm gonna have I think that. I sent you my list of like wishes and dreams for for product in September or December or something like that. Okay, I'll double yeah. check. But if you did, fantastic. I'll find it. I'll find it did, and resend did, it. Did Did you request like a Apache helicopter? Mm, don't assume my gender. <laughs> what? <laughs> Adriel's an F six. Adriel identifies as an F eighteen. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't. I think it was just basic stuff. But yeah, okay. the more the better. <laughs> more the better? More better? All yeah, right. Anyways, stuff. I'll look. Yeah, but stuff, whatever. Yeah. Coins you find in the couch, that kind of thing. 22 shells that are just like hanging around in the in, the, in your car or whatever. I got a little change thing. It's almost like a change thing. And it's upstairs on my dresser. And I just throw them all in there. Loose. The loose rounds. That. Yeah, I should probably not do that. But anyways... They're not in my pocket, and they're it's not a very in the wash. It's a very farmer thing to do. Like most of farmers, if you go to a farmer's yeah. place, they'll have like the dish with like coins and keys and like a couple odd like twenty-two LR shells in there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's all I did. Not really any much. Really any much. I'm gonna go out and shoot finally because our ranges are open. By the way, that's so mm -hmm. awesome. Yay! We're in the green, so we're gonna be uh, going on Saturday after work. Yeah, I'm working all weekend, and so I'm going to be toast anyways. But we're going to go shoot in the indoor range at FRPC. It's going to be awesome. Mm. Yay. Nice. Yay, Yay for shooting. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Indoors. It's not minus 25 either. So ah. That's awesome. Anyways, Adriel, what, what have you done? Uh, What's in the video here? Uh, I went to the range and shot an M1 Garand and WK180C. Uh, for the M1 Garand, I was comparing Nork Surplus 308 to Hurtenberger 308 Surplus. Tomato, tomato. They're both like, they both did the same thing out of that gun. Look at that snow falling. 
I was like shooting and like this and the snow fell off the roof because of the <laughs> the concussive force of the M1 Garand. Um, but uh, actually, uh, one thing one thing that did happen is the Hurtenberger um, on round two, it would always fail to chamber. There's like really? a little bit more resistance. Yeah, the Nork steel, oh. steel case stuff went ran just fine, though. Hmm. It's kind of interesting. I, I thought that the Hurtenberger would be better because it's brass cased, but oh. mm, Nork stuff yeah. was fine. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the thing I was testing with the WK-180C is crimped versus uncrimped. So mm-hmm. I loaded up some 60 grain SSTs and I crimped half of them and I un- didn't crimp the other half yeah. and I took it out and uh, also pff, couldn't tell right. the difference. Yeah, like, cool. on the target, no difference. I so mean, you'll get a little bit more pressure from, from crimped rather than uncrimped. Um, I'm probably not going to crimp them just because it's an extra step and I didn't see any difference in performance. And unless like if that gun was like really, really rough on the ammo, maybe I would crimp it, but I don't think, I don't think I need to. So I won't, uh, cranked out a couple videos, one on uh, cheap ammo in Canada. This is something I've done in the past. Every once in yeah. a while, I'm like, I got to find some cheap places. And I like go look and I, I, I usually browse through, I don't know, like 10, 10, 10 different stores, find the cheapest versions of each different kind of ammo, and then put it in a spreadsheet. Did the same thing. And then I mentioned in the comments, hey, if, if there's anything, any ammo that I'm missing, let me know. And a couple of people put stuff in. I put those links in and now those are, that all, it's all gone. <laughs> so the the cheaper ones the they all got sold out yeah there was some like barn all 308 that i didn't have in my original one it's all gone uh interest so one thing that i found in there if you're looking for 223 find the barnall steel case stuff and if it runs well in your rifle buy a bunch of that because that stuff's all fairly reasonably priced it's all right around like 45 cents around right now Whereas the brass case stuff is it's seventy nice. cents. It's yeah. very, it's very very expensive. Seventy cents. Damn. Um, I didn't really find any deals on ninety millimeter. But the other thing that was interesting is some people were saying, "Oh, what about the reloaders?" And like for, I think for the last four years, I've just written off the re the because the reloaders the the price on their ammo was the same as factory new. Why buy reloaded ammo when the factory new stuff is just the same price? But more recently, because <laughs> because ammo is so expensive. Uh, they're they're very competitive again. I, I saw a deal today for two ninety for a thousand rounds of nine millimeter, and it was one twenty four yeah. grain, and it was brass, and that's reloaded out of somewhere in Calgary. Uh, I think we're are, is it is it the brand that we're we're gonna have somebody on in the next little while to talk there, about? And you're going there's a couple there's a couple in Calgary that are that no, are making I, know. It, I think yeah. But what about components? Did you do actually components I, as well I, and introduce that into there or in the price inflation? Since so people are like, oh, yeah, primer's getting hard to find. I'm like, man, I was just at Cabela's a, a few days ago and they had buttloads of primers, like way lots of primers. Um, but now I'm scared. And I'm going to go buy another couple thousand primers <laughs> as well. Why because yeah. I don't know. I think I'm down to like 500 out of this out of this thousand. So I might as well get another thousand. <laughs> if you only have 500 left, it's practically you're out. You're almost out. So yeah, given that they're so cheap, why not? Yeah, yeah. Not and and it's it, it it's cheap and it stops you from reloading. If you can't get primers, it's like oh that's it, right? Whereas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm flush with uh, bullets. I've got more than enough brass and powder. But, like, I, there's a bunch of different powders I can use. Yeah, but I'd still like to see what the pricing is. 
pricing is compared to, let's say, Lost Shore. Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't have pricing on components. Pricing from, like, and availability. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't okay. think the difference will be as drastic because when the panic buys come, it's often just like the, the very popular stuff that gets very expensive. And a lot of the other stuff, I don't know. Like, I think I picked up these primers for like five bucks, maybe five fifty. I think I have the receipt here. Cheap. Uh, no, they were eight ninety nine per. Ooh. So a little bit more. Yep. 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 Still yeah, don't we, care. Still don't that's, care. Okay. No, that's, that's not <laughs> enough price. Like, yeah, the the bullets are the, are the most expensive thing on on rifle ammo. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. I did 12 gauge versus 20. I had a little old article that I, I have had for a while and I thought I'd do a video on it. Um, I got real nerdy, did spreadsheet stuff and whatnot. Because uh, you'll like it. Do I like 20 gauge? No, I'm saying because you, you got nerdy and did a spreadsheet mm. because you like it. Yeah, spreadsheets That's, are spreadsheets. Kelly are is role. implying that you are a nerd, sir. Uh, it doesn't need to imply. It's, I know. It's very apparent. We know. Now, did you test 26 gauge? This is Kelly's main question. This is why she's asking. 28? Oh, 28. <laughs> Whatever 28 it is, 28 gauge. Yeah, as soon as I post that, people are like, what about 16 gauge? What about what 28 about, gauge? What, what about, about 410? Yeah, I should probably two do gauge? Why aren't you firing Actually, two gauge? I think well, it's a good idea to, to now go on to 410 and, and 28. Yeah. Might as well. Oh, I'll, I'll go well. to Mel's. I'll buy a box of each and, and uh, I'll do some videos on them. That'd be fun. Yay. Uh, my Carcano or Carcano. I don't know. I don't really care. Carcano. Italian garbage rod, I think, is uh, the correct <laughs> word. <laughs> the the uh, garbage rod is like a, a colloquialism for the Mosin This is the Italian but garbage this is, rod. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Tell us it's, what you're going to say. UPS does like is, is giving me BS stuff now. They're like, whoa, weather and stuff. It's like, man, yeah, it's been cold, but not that cold. And yeah, Texas is effed. Maybe they're like distribution networks or tracking or whatever is in Texas. But it's coming from Ontario. Yeah. But they're, if their data center and whatnot is somewhere that got screwed over by the polar vortex heading south. Yeah. I don't know. Tim, are they down there? Tim's it, watching, by the way. It might just be uh, uh, in a snowbank somewhere. I, I assume that's what the, the yeah, case but is right now. Remember, I sent you a package and it was went to <laughs> Albuquerque and, and that's what they're doing. Like you know what, this thing took the left turn at Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. Albuquerque's Italian, right? That's why the current I think it is like Carcano. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I haven't received that yet. Um, and then Cabela's had a sale on the Savage 12 FV, which is a heavy barrel internal blind magazine. And you bought it. Yeah. Yeah. Price, <laughs> it was the price. It was the price. <laughs> I don't need it. The price was too good. And I'm a sucker for a good deal. So I was like, I got to buy this. Sorry. Uh, they had it. They had it in 308 and 6.5 Creedmoor. I got it in 308 because... Hmm. I have a bunch of 308 ammo. I kind of want to test for accuracy. That mm. Nork ammo and the Hurtenberger, the M1 Garand, it's like, eh, can't tell the difference. But if I no. put it through a heavy barrel uh, rifle with a yeah. big bad scope on it, we're going to see a difference there. Yeah, yeah. So mm. I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping I can do that uh, with that gun. And it's cheap. Um, uh, there's a rebate to, as well for it. So by the time I'm, I'm said and done, um, I'll They're shoot it for you. a little bit. I'll sell it and I'll make some money. Nice. 
there was there was a there was a post on uh, <laughs> a, a guy in Reddit posted, and he's like, I can't like some of the people in this community are right. Some of you are are like locusts. You just like buy low and sell high, and you're always out there for a profit. I'm like, <laughs> my ears are burning here. <laughs> and because, why would uh, you not? <laughs> well, I'm I'm a staunch capitalist. If I see a if I see a good deal on a rifle and I don't need it, I buy it and I turn around and I, you know, sell it. I shoot it for a little bit. I review yeah. it and then I sell it. Yeah, it's oh, a good plan. Yep. Yeah. Nice looking uh, little rifle too. What's yeah. the? Uh, how much is the rebate? Uh, fifty or seventy-five U.S. dollars. Oh, found it. Seventy-five bucks U.S. Mm. Where did you? Order? Oh, Sorry, I, I missed crap, it. But where? Where did you order it again? Cabela's. Oh, okay. It's like a special. It's a Cabela's special. It's 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 basically okay. a Savage Ten. I don't know why they yeah. call it a twelve FE. It's it's a ten with a heavy barrel and a blind mag. Did you actually use our link? Yes. <laughs> Good boy. Okay. That was, so yeah. I'm getting I'm getting this from all the directions. It was four fifty. <laughs> it was four fifty on sale. Four fifty on sale. Oh, that's good. And the seventy five oh, wow. US dollars. Oh, oh. Oh, whatever. That's who cares. Yeah. And we get a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Mm-hmm. Hey. Taking money from this pocket and put it, put it in, in this pocket. This pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And then I did a live stream last night on C21 with Ian and uh, David and Chris, who are some Redditors, uh, and uh, we did it on C21. And my God, I, I don't know why. Like, uh, I haven't done a, a YouTube live stream in a while. Last one I did, I think I had like 20, 30 people watching at once, which is about like average for a lot of the, the stuff we do. For whatever reason, that one had like 230 people watching it at all the whole time, like all the way through. It's crazy. All paintballers. No, it's... All those paintballers and air softers and <laughs> my thoughts radio were, listeners. Yeah, actually, I was watching it. So me. Uh, but also, I think because of the subject matter and who was on it as well. Like Ian was on mm-hmm. it, by the way. Oh, I thought you were going to say me. Well, yeah, you. But you actually hosted it. You hosted Plus it. Adriel. Hunting Gear Guy. How many, how many subscribers do you have on the Hunting Gear Guy? 20 some thousand. Exactly. Right. So therefore, right? So, but time, right? I, I, I almost turned it off right from the beginning, and the reason is because of what everybody was drinking. <laughs> In particular, one person. I went, oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> the wine and, and wine coke. and coke together. Threw me for a loop, but it's like, mm, but I haven't tried it. Like, if you no. were to describe some of the stuff that people do with wine. Um, no, it, it doesn't seem palatable to me, but uh, yeah, wine coke. I always thought wine, unless you spritzed it, was was just wine. You didn't. You didn't it's not a mixing concoction. You can mix. What's the one you do with garbage wine? Anyways, there. Yeah, there's 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 some stuff you can. There's 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 something you do you with light crappy it on wine. Fire? No. You- you do you like mix it with like fruit juice or some stupid thing? Oh, I don't know. I'm you're not, I'm... talking about sangria. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you add oranges and yeah, uh, yeah. There's some weird stuff that you can do with wine. But no, um, Coke... I have mixed white wine with fruit juice before. That was pretty good. Now that I think about it, oh. that's called a spritzer. Ugh. Ugh. Shut up, Adriel. If it doesn't have so an umbrella sweet. in it, I'm not interested. Oh, that sounds so sugary and sweet. It's just. It is. And there. I mean, it's anyways. Okay. Yep. That's it. That's all I did for in, in guns this week. It was week. a good video, by the way. You guys should host it more. That yeah, was fun. And, and nobody handled any guns except for an, or an a paintball, paintball marker. Yeah. Well that's okay. that's the well, requirement marker. to go on YouTube is that we can't handle guns. 
And maybe <laughs> we should do some more of those. Maybe we should like cross stream some of these to, to our YouTube channel. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Be fun. Just be fun. Okay. I think like uh, there was a couple comments I saw on there where people were like, oh, this is kind of neat. It was kind of like hanging out with, uh, you know, just some some buddies of mine. It's like, you know what? You should go to Slamfire and watch that. We do it every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Not <laughs> chicken. I'm just saying chicken. chicken. It's in the oven it's and I chicken. see it right there. Why don't you make chicken on a different night? I make chicken every night. What do you? Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Although I Kelly's made chili having chicken tonight. Ago. She's having chicken tonight. Was it chili chicken? No. It was chicken beef. chili? Chili. Oh, that doesn't seem right. That's not like you. What happened? I had beef. Uh, oh, gotcha. All right. Got it. beef. And I had to use some tomatoes. Okay, go. <laughs> if anyone's interested in the recipe, join our Patreon <laughs> Actually, and we pledge $5 or more, and Kelly will send you her beef chili recipe it's delicious worth five bucks actually you know what <laughs> i do a white chicken chili it is like i won it, i won uh, the uh, joyceful institution uh, chili cook-off i won the Millhaven chili cook-off with it if you want a good white chili uh, recipe toilet or what what that's a, that's a, that's the uh, prison chili combo that's yeah. what that's what, that's what you pair it with you pair it with the, the toilet wine Yes. <laughs> toilet, toilet dump very <laughs> off. Or right. if you well, become an IIT for Maple Seed, I'll do it at our boot camps. That's what I do. Well, right. Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, Later. Patreon's got a recipe this month, so get on it. Hey, we could do that. We should. We totally will. Yeah. It's all on Kelly now. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. There okay. you go. Upcoming events is brought to you by Telos Alpha. Telos Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the farms vertical. They help with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, merchant processing, and social media. Learn more at telosalpha.com. Mm. Over to you, Kelly. You want me to talk about this? Yeah. Okay. Sure so thing. It, it's a basically a save the date. Uh, it's the Canadian University Shooting Federation, or CUSIF Women's Program. We're doing a spring launch on Women's Nights. The date is going to be Wednesday, March 10th. It's going to be at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time or 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to have it on Google. So uh, you can actually sign up there. I'm going to be posting the event on our Facebook page as well as our other social media pieces. But... I'm just going to read this. So, the Canadian University Shooting uh, Federation Women's Committee is excited to announce that we will be hosting an online event in celebration of Women's Day. The topic will be the various women's Olympic shooting disciplines, pistol, rifle, and shotgun. We're going to be announcing, um, or sorry, we're going to be uh, announcing the current and aspiring female Canadian competitors who will be participating so soon so stay tuned we do have actually some olympians that are going to be coming on so it's going to be fantastic uh there will also be an online giveaway and prizes as well for the event you have to sign up and you have to attend to win these and uh, there will be another post on how to enter the giveaways and also actually how to sign up for the events as well so join us i'll be there just letting you know we'll also have we'll also bring them on the show later so that Anyways, that's that. Are you guys able to do events out there? Uh, yeah, actually, we're, yeah. we just got, well, no. Okay, technically, it depends on where you are in Ontario. Kingston, an area is in the green. We have just gone to Orange in Ottawa, and Toronto is still a no-go zone. 
Yeah, at what so point do you proceed be. past, like, through plaid when you get to that level? I don't know. Don't know. It's I'm when like, you go through all of the levels together, then you go to plaid. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we, don't have, a, we don't have events out here there. yet. <laughs> That's what I was trying for. <laughs> Were you? Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> so, yeah. We, we, we can't do events here in Alberta time. just yet. Um, we can. But outdoor outdoor 25, maybe? indoor 10. Social distancing, two meters, obviously. So that just puts a limit on, like, for example, on a range. Our ranges are 25 meters wide or 30 meters wide. We mm-hmm. If we're going to put two meters distance between people. It's basically 10 people. That's it. We can't do 25. That's my local range anyways. So, okay. Yeah. My range is back over open again, but it's an hour to drive there and I can only shoot Mm. for an hour. So I'm like, most ranges right now also aren't, it's just members only. You can't actually bring in gas. Personal opinion. Terrible, terrible idea. Mm. Like we're, um, I don't want to get preachy, but like we're at a point right now where or we need we, to, we need more people in the shooting sports. And when ranges uh, are limited uh, uh, memberships and no guests and they like yeah. lock things down unnecessarily, like if they're busy, yep. so be it. Like, you know, cap, cap your membership when it, when it's like crazy, crazy busy. Yeah. But if you're not crazy, crazy busy, we got to get more people in the sport yeah. and you can't do it when there's no, no guests allowed when the memberships agree. locked down when there's no events, yeah. there's no rate, there's no open range days. There's no ladies days. Like you can't, you can't progress our cause uh, without that kind of stuff. Yeah. Great. And ranges I, are the key. Cause like you can't yeah. just do that in your backyard yeah. or the back 40. So yep. and most people live in cities, so they literally can't just go shoot anything in the back 40 unless, you know, yeah. they're a member of the, Jane and Finch Rod and Gun Club. And they can do whatever they want. Apparently they do. Uh, so FRPC, which is my local club, which is literally five minutes from my house, it's no gas. And that's only the only reason is because of COVID. That's the only restriction. However, if you, if you, my, I belong, also belong to the Napanee um, uh, Rod and Gun Club. Mm-hmm. And the, they said we can bring gas as long as we observe the. Yeah, good. So they're, yeah, I really like the people at Napanee, but it's a lot farther to drive. It's like 40 minutes. Yeah. Both my ranges are 50 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I know. Listening to you complain you like about that. your five minute range and your 40 minute range. Like, hey, so whiny. Okay. I, it, I'm not complaining about my five minute range. And then right across the street, my other club that I belong to, which is the trap and the skeet and trap, they're open as well. And we can go yeah. and shoot there, but it's not. Can we bring gas? Yeah, we can bring gas. I think. Cool. I have to figure this out. Nice. Yeah. But it's really cold. It is. I was you need one. That, you need to get one, one of those crazy ranges. indoor uh, skeet ranges like they have over in Germany. I've seen a few photos Ooh. of. Yeah. yeah those um, are pretty awesome. It might cost a little more than my annual membership oh i would think so yeah (laughs) yeah anyways that yeah so we got really off topic so dave my chicken chicken news chicken news uh ccfr legal fund donations are these up to date is this this week no go back what there is another one there's another piece of one you've mixed things up here uh, QCIF is starting an instructional webinar for our members. This series will be designed for anyone looking to improve their skills as a shooter, whether they are brand new to the sport 
I've been shooting for years. Episode one, Rimfire Rifles, is sponsored by Vortex Canada. It airs live on Wednesday, February 24th at 8 p.m. This episode is open to everyone. If you ever thought of jumping into the world of Rimfire Rifle competition, look no further and join Travis from QCIF, Kelly, our own Kelly from Project Mapleseed. That's me. The lovely Rick from Canadian Rimfire Precision Series. Snores a lot, though. And <laughs> Matt Womfat as they present what you need to know on how to be prepared for game day. We'd like to send a big shout out to Vortex for sponsoring all three of our nonprofit organizations. Register at qsf.ca slash webinar. One lucky attendee will have a chance to win a Diamond Vortex Diamondback Tactical Rifle Scope valued at over $500 during the webinar. Well, I'm gonna I don't know if I'm... <laughs> I wonder if I can win, win that. If I'm actually Red, there. Uh, sure. You have to be there to win. You're there. You're working, there. though. I'm going to be there watching, and I'm going to be uh, qualified for that. I'm going to win it. <laughs> go register. All right, everybody go register. We'd love to see you there. Yep, okay. Bye. Pasted that into the chat for people. Okay, we good? We good. Okay, you can, good. You can move forward. You don't want to mention the maple seed stuff way. or no? No. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. The show notes suck, just so everyone knows. This <laughs> <laughs> one's next. Go, to, go, go there. Go there? Yeah. No, go to the legal fund next. Are they updated? Yeah. Did oh. Like oh, sorry. Minutes ago. Okay. Well, in the news, CCFR Legal Fund donations. Thank you very much to everybody who did this. Marathon Rod and Gun Club donated $785. That's $1,785. But what did I say? $700. Oh, $1,785. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to meet myself. God, you're bossy. <laughs> Cape Nova Rifle and Revolver Club donated 100 bucks. Gander Rod and Gun Club donated 500. East Elgin Sportsman Association stepping up their game with 5K. Lab West Trap and Skeet Club has donated $3,000. So if you haven't donated to the CCFR Legal Fund for fighting all the assorted nastiness that's going on right now with our mm -hmm. sport from the government, Google CCFR, go join up. It's 40 bucks. Who cares? It's less than a box of ammo. And uh, yeah, donate throw some the money fund. there. Why? Donate yeah. to the fund. This is this is what's going to make the difference. Yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, Dustin from we do know Dustin. Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. thought we must. Yes, Dustin from episode two forty four absolutely roasted the dumb bleep expert they had on a recent CBC radio broadcast. Mm -hmm. BC, CBC BC radio broadcast. It was beautiful. The expert they had was just he was uh, he was an academic. He. He was horrible. He came, no came idea in what he was saying, I, I looked this up for about an hour. He came on saying, yeah. I've put an hour of work into this. He's a criminologist, like yeah. otherwise. But yeah. you could you could tell, like, he was deciding based on, like, his opinion and not based on any kind of research he did on the subject. Well, he didn't no, do he, any research. That's why. He, so. he mentioned right off the hop that if you're hunting with an AR-15 and you were to shoot a deer in the head, basically it would blow the deer up. Yeah. So Dustin so, actually called in and he was able to, it's more than, he was able to speak for more than like 30 seconds. He, yeah. he actually countered a lot of what the so-called expert had to say and he did it well. He was livid though. You could tell he was livid. And yeah. uh, the host, the host actually, she tried to guide him with some questions and just tried <laughs> 
and Dustin did a really, really good job. So congratulations mm-hmm. to Dustin. He did a good yep. job with that. Roasted. That awesome. Well Roasted. done, sir. Called you him on the internet. Oh, I think he, he, like he, he oh, called oh, him. Go ahead. Uh, I was I was going to say I think over the next week, like you're going to see terrible articles and yep. uh, radio spots. Call it out. Yep. Call it out like Dustin. Or if you can't do what Dustin did, send him an email afterwards. Hey, yep. notice you had this thing on. You said uh, the Nova Scotia shooter shot 22 people. No, he didn't. They didn't. That's a lie. Why are you putting this kind of garbage? There's better newspapers out here that out there that don't report uh, uh, falsehoods like that. Call them out on all this stuff because the problem is the media is is going to pull this kind of BS. And if we let them, and if we don't hold them to account, they're not going to learn. They they have learned some stuff. Like if you, you can tell, they avoid the word assault rifle now because yep. they know that they were using it incorrectly. Um, keep calling them out. The more people we have calling out news on the BS that they try to pull, the more they'll have to, they'll be forced to get it correctly. Yep. Yep. And I did notice, I've seen a few articles lately where people have said like crazy things in the article. And then a couple hours later, I see it's all been corrected. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing I don't like, like I, I agree that like that, that has to happen. The thing I don't like is that everyone sees the article when it when it's first posted. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the, yeah. The lie gets, halfway around the world before the truth even gets a, a chance to put on its pants. Well, the other thing is, so the media, what they do, or print media especially, they take one story from one, whether it's National Post or whoever, and then they take that same story, and uh, the same story is spread throughout the country, and mm-hmm. it's just and, and the falsehoods that are around it. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Canada the press. Media, kind of thing. The media sorts just exactly, or AP. The media sorts what they really should do if there's anything firearms related they should give adriel a call and go hey here's what we're running can you go through it and just fix the everything with it remember when there was integrity in journalism and it was unbiased well, and more research, that was right? Thing. <laughs> but they're better. They're yeah. better before. No. You ever read about the thirties? And, <laughs> and they're supposed to actually fact check and yeah. not use Facebook doing it, right? Yeah. They're supposed to fact check, and they're supposed to actually have integrity, and they're not supposed to be biased. They're supposed to publish mm. an article. Uh, there's it. no law about them not being biased. They're all. Oh, I know that. They all have their bias. So right. It's more yeah. more in edu. Yeah, in what did I? It's more infotainment much of the time than it's actually just you know. Yeah, going back to what we were talking about, Justin or Dustin, you did a fantastic job, Mm -hmm. awesome job. Should have him on again. Well done. If you email next week, if you email Slamfire at uh, Slamfire Radio Gmail, Kelly will send you her uh, chili recipe. (laughs) Shut up! You did such a good job. If anybody does want it, I'll send it. But anyways, <laughs> what do we? Well, Dustin is a listener, so Dustin, if you're listening to this, send us an email, or we'll send you an email. Why don't you come on next week? We're talking about yeah. it, anyways, aren't we? I think we actually. Oh, we'll be in. talking about it for a while. Maybe guest host or whatever. Anyways, yeah, just I'm actually making a decision, and I'm bossing. I'm being bossy about it tonight. Okay, and she's halfway through her glass of vodka. The radio listeners it's can't actually, see this. But. It's only club soda, but I do need to drink. Uh-huh. Get dry. Yep. Mm, okay. Anyway, mama needs her juice. <laughs> it's yep, not. It's, it's not wine and coke. Oh god. <laughs> it's my medicine. Vodka <laughs> <laughs> That would actually taste like that'd be just gross. Anyways, Terrible. Okay. Maybe do a small amount. I'm looking over here in my cabinet. I got martini. You got wine. I can, you got... I can do a martini. Can you do a wine and and coke? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't have any coke. Stirred. I got wine. 
Do you have Pepsi? No. Or Club pulse. soda. Or, uh, I have Club uh, soda. Uh, RC Cola. No? Mm-mm. Okay. I'm not drinking pop anymore. Okay, go. <laughs> Let's talk about bold action coffee. Yeah, slam for our radio not to be mixed with wine. Although if you do, Kelly oh will send God. you her chili recipe as a consultant. <laughs> you were never in control. <laughs> Slamfire Radio is now a brand ambassador for Bolt Action Coffee. Coffee is roasted in small batches and is, quite honestly, some of the very best coffee you can get your hands on. Send it to your house or to your enemies' houses by going wow. to boltactioncoffee.com and entering the discount code SLAMFIRE. Send your enemies coffee? No. Yeah, why not? I want to be your enemy. Sounds great. Yeah. No, no, right? Next, yeah. And then they'll be have to be like, oh, I hate that guy, but he sent me coffee, so he's not such so a dick. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when you drown them, they'll never expect it. Because I do want to actually give a shout out to Bolt Action Coffee. I've recently contacted them. Um, well, it's Miles. Anyways, uh, about uh, donating to things like, for example, the ladies' calendar draws, and he was he stepped right up with that. And also I know that they're going to be donating to the prize draw for the women's event that we're having with QSIF. Bold Action Coffee has really given back awesome. to the community. I just want to say thank you to you guys. So, yeah. Well done, Bold Action. Good coffee too, I hear. It's amazing coffee. If you haven't had any, you should drink it. I don't drink coffee. What? <laughs> I'm what? a bad Canadian. I don't like I don't like hockey. I don't like coffee. I don't I don't like the liberals. I'm just a bad Are Canadian. Are you a communist? <laughs> no, I don't like communists either. Okay, uh, after this show's over, you we're you're gonna stay on. We're gonna do like a little of uh I have some evaluations for psychotic people. I'll go I'll pick you through because <laughs> <laughs> I think that we have some issues. Ooh, there's Sorry. some red, red flags all over the place. <laughs> That's the red was, flag there. Kelly's doing the interview. Flags. Do you like coffee? Nope. Boom. You're gone. That's the communist red, red flag. That's the red yeah. flags. Yeah. Don't like coffee. You can't be I my saw, friend anymore. By the way, I saw a fantastic meme today on the internet somewhere, and it has the Soviet flag, the USSR flag on a rearview mirror, and it says maybe closer than it appears. Just mm. as an aside, I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. New gun stuff. Anyway, you've done stuff. <laughs> uh, Beretta. Oh, I didn't even read this yet. Beretta. Uh, I have a cat on my keyboard. Go. The U-22 um, Neos? Yeah. yeah if you have a U-22 Neos pistol, um, it may go off So when you don't pull the trigger. So yeah, but why would you to... buy one? They're ugly as sin. I like they're they're like very Flash Gordon, like yeah. 50s future. Yeah. If you, if, you, if you want a zapper for a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Pick up pick up one of those. Okay. Well, I posted in the show notes. You can Google it. If you have one of those things, um, yeah, maybe uh maybe go it's uh, a recall. Do a recall on it. Do, and if you just what Google was happening it, with it? Why is it recalled? It may go pew pew and you don't pull the pew pew switch. It may go off even when the safety is engaged. Oh really? So and in some rare circumstances, engagement or disengagement of the safety lever itself can cause an accidental discharge. Oh, your safety. So if this, this is my safety. Yeah. Safe direction. Finger, finger. When this condition occurs, <laughs> discharge of the pistol can create a risk of injury or death. Mm. So you shouldn't be pointing it in an unsafe direction anyway. That's that's stupid. But so, anyway, yeah, if you put the safety on the gun, you go boom. So yeah. So if you have bought it after January first, two thousand fifteen, Google it and uh, find the uh, how to submit for a repair button. Click it. It goes back to Stoger Canada, and they'll fix it up for you. 
You posted the link on Facebook too. So anyone who's watching I, the stream right now has it. Yeah, I did. Very nice. And no. if you did buy it, we're not going to judge you, but it's an ugliest in gun. <laughs> Just, I've never even heard of this thing. I'm going I think Kelly really? is going to judge you. <laughs> Kelly will judge you hard. Yeah, actually, well, you will not get it's any just this much Kelly. more above, you know. Uh, yeah, never mind. It's a flash oh board in 22 God, it looks like a, What it's the hell? It's a horrible looking gun, isn't it? Looks like a paintball gun. It doesn't actually feel all that great in your hand, too. It just, the ergonomics on it is, are horrible. Yeah, I've held one. So, what is this thing? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, post it up on, I'm going to, I'm going to share screen just so we can yeah, let's get that show out. people what you're talking about here. I so think the, I need coffee. Oh, More coffee. That's interesting. What? They, uh, it's been out for quite a long time. Oh, it oh it's been out forever. Who designed DeLoreans and Ferraris and apparently yeah, can't design Yeah, it's pistols. horrible. Look at it. It's Flash Gordon stuff. Come on. Yeah, but so it's still horrible. It, it was recalled in 2010 as well. And the article I'm reading is is entitled, Not So Safe Now, Eh, Mr. Bond? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and same deal. When you put the safety on, it'll go off. That was 2010. So there you go. Still they a did a great job fixing it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, <sighs> I... Uh, I'm tempted to buy one now just because it's horrible, but I don't. I don't well, know. Yeah, no. Neat. Looks easy yeah. to put a red dot on. The whole top thing's like a rail. It's a, not a pick rail. Wear. You can mount your uh, if you uh, attend the webinar and win that vortex. You could stick that vortex on there. I bet I could. Yeah. yeah. Go long range action. with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No problem. I like it. Uh, okay. Moving Emmer, on. So uh, uh, this is why I put this in. It's not gun related, kind of gun related. MREs and dried food has been impossible to find because of the panic in early 2020. Yep. Everyone bought them all. There was like none you could find. I like to go camp. I like to use uh, MREs the odd time when I go to the range because they're hot food and they're quick to pack. Yeah. You are back didn't, in. Didn't grow up in a home where your dad was military. Never mind. So were you Nope. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> MREs are better these days too, Kelly. Yeah, I know. They uh, I wouldn't say that these are fantastic. Um, I've I've had these before, these MRE Star ones, but uh, oh, they're edible. And I think that on a cold day, uh, especially the ones that, that these come with heaters, uh, the ones that come with the heaters, like getting hot food at lunchtime, mm, can't be beat, even if it's like some sort of slurry. <laughs> it's still nice. <laughs> slurry. Oh, look at that. Uh, delicious for there. Yeah. I, I bet this will get cheaper. So right now these are 149. I bet you they'll put them on sale for 129, 119. So if you just wait uh, a few weeks, I bet you these will be on sale. You know what I do pack, and I'll be honest about this. I do pack not MRE. So I'll I'll take the freeze dried stuff and I'll throw it in the back of the car or in the, the trailer just in case we need it. You know what I've been doing recently? Idea. Cup of noodles. You get a thermos full of boiling boiling hot water. You mm-hmm. st- stash that, you bring your cup of noodles, and you have a, a hot cup of noodles. It takes three minutes to reheat. Super easy. Kind of I've, like been take, I've been taking tea the last, uh, the last year because the British, it turns out, were actually correct about something. Um, tea actually is perfect. And then like a Larabar. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, last thing. This isn't recent, but I missed that they were actually doing this. So like, have you guys seen this one before? No. So Kodiak Kodiak was going to make this 180 NSR. It's a different 180. It's got a charging handle instead of the side thing. So different gun. 
And uh, for a while, it was like they announced it, and it was on ice. And now, as of I don't know, soon, it's uh, it's back up and going to be a thing. But we talked about this already. Not that it was canceled. Like it's not canceled. Uncanceled. Okay, so it's uncanceled. Yes, Uh, which is new as of like November, and somehow I missed it. But FOC is doing a a pre-buy on these things, pre-order. So if you're interested in, uh, if you don't like the slots. Like all the slots everywhere for the 180s, uh, this is an option because the charging handle is on the top, and you only need the ejection port to fling the brass out. Um, yeah. Anyways, that's a thing. They got uh, those. Just Tim Krasno, uh, American MREs are horrible. Canadian are better. Just saying. Uh, some of the Canadian ones aren't very good either. Like that poutine uh, it, one. It's like, well, no, you, it's potato okay. soup. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you don't. It's you don't, soup with you, little you, potato you, things in it. And then the, the jerky that comes with that one is like terrible. <laughs> Boil the jerky. But yeah, Emory's yeah. in Canada are much better. Agreed. I've had a few of them. The box lunches yeah. the military provides are, are generally not bad either. Mm-hmm. If you're ever out with a unit and you happen to get lucky and get box lunches, pretty good. Yeah, they're not bad. Okay. Uh, okay. So that's it for. Oh, thank you for adding all the extra stuff, the new gun stuff there after I read it already. You're, you're great, Adriel. A little late to the great. party with the show notes, but that's okay. We got it in time. So uh, on to our main tar- topic. Main topic is Bill C21 and just all the terribleness that that involves. It's not Kelly. that bad, is it? Yeah, what? Yeah. What? It's not that bad. Hello. Bad. Uh, you said Kelly. In it. Yes. There are, like? there are a few things about it which are not just just terrible, but generally speaking, it's awful. And I'm I am extremely impressed that the first line in the damn thing is we're combating intimate partner gender based violence. Shut up. Yeah. No. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. So it's not really doing that, but it's just no, political it's positioning, right? Exactly. Yeah. Drives me nuts. So we talked about it a little bit before we actually came on air, and we were talking about how what specifically is Bill C-21? What is it? Why did it come out? Uh, what's it trying to combat? So, Adriel, you said that uh, there, you think that there's a three... T- is it three well, there's, categories? Yeah, there's, yeah, basically like three kinds of goals you could have, I guess, for for gun control that are, that are typical that people typically bring up is like, these are the things we're trying to solve. Uh, they could be try, trying to solve uh, suicides. Mm-hmm. They could be trying to solve homicides. And within homicides, you could be trying to stop gang homicides. You could be trying to stop, um, I guess, intimate partner homicides. Um, and you could be trying to stop mass shootings. Yeah. Uh, so those are all things that those are all goals, right? Those are all goals you could have uh, when you're trying to employ gun control. And there's some of those goals were, were goals that there that were mentioned as part of this bill. So I think that rightfully we should judge the bill based on its ability to, or its likely ability to help with some of those impact. Goals. Yeah. Impact some of them. Yeah. Um, but that like, and, and we, we'll, we'll go through the bill and, and talk about it like that. But um, I think it's it's important just to start off with saying that's not the goal of this bill. The goal yeah. of this bill is to win an election that's coming yeah. up. And the way that it's going to help uh, the Liberal Party win the election is um, this is a poison pill for the uh, Conservative parties to defend against. The Conservative Party has Correct. already come out and said they would repeal it. But now the Liberals are going to say, oh, well... I mean, this is just some common sense stuff to help with uh, domestic partner violence and uh, 
kids that are getting shot, mass shootings, and mm -hmm. the, the conservatives just want all of that stuff. They want people to, to you know, shoot each other up and that kind of thing. So that's, it's just electioneering. That's that's the yeah. real goal of this of this uh, bill. Yeah, and we all know that an election is going to be called soon. Uh, we can see also in on TV, we see the ads coming out. We also see uh, people actually are going out polling, or not polling, but uh, by the way, it's a pandemic going door to door. Um, but this is base, basically posturing and getting ready for the election. Can't get any Don't vaccines in Canada, but hell yeah, let's put out anyways. Okay, well they have to they vaccines, have to get the vote but... done soon because if they don't do the vote soon enough, people might have to pay back their Serb uh, uh, taxes because they didn't withhold them, and yep. they might be mad. And then the Liberals are going to have to let them off the hook, and they're not going to pay. And then other people will be mad. So it's best if they get the election done sooner Correct. before other before the the shoe drops on all so, this. Before we get into the little nuts and bolts of this, let's be real. The Liberal Party campaigned on this with the last election. They were talking about not only some the of some of it, yeah, like yeah. for example, the firearms, correct? Or sorry, the uh, handguns. So we yeah. knew that was actually, mm -hmm. we knew that was going to be coming out. We already knew that. But mm -hmm. uh, there were some things that we didn't know that were put into this as well. Uh, I think this was, for lack of a better term, thrown together hastily. What do you think? I think it's a bunch of stuff they've had percolating around for a long time, like a bunch of ideas. But you would think that it would be much better put together and thought out, considering well, that they've I been talking about it for years. And then it's just kind of like, here's a bunch of stuff. How are you going to pay for it? I don't know. Mm. How's it going to work? I don't know. We're, but I also think that they have been listening to some people, and I'm not going to say who, uh, specifically about things like, for example, there's a there's part in there about uh, paintball or uh, airsoft, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, and there was a study done a couple of years ago about uh, firearms and also injuries as well as, uh, but they included things like airsoft and. BBs and and pink on it was the it was the uh someone the, shot with a gun every day in Ontario or a child yeah, is or something like that. I was like so oh, that includes paintballs and airsoft guns. <laughs> so they took that piece and I think they incorporated a, that they incorporated that information into this. And we know mm -hmm. specifically things like, for example, airsoft are part of this bill as well. Uh crossbows as well. So anybody use you know, crossbows for you know, deer season or whatever, extending it. Hello. Um, but yeah, so my thoughts are that they're, they're listening to, they really truly are listening to some of those people that you just hate. Uh, Special interest groups. There's a, exactly. there's a You're docs gonna see. for protection yeah, against guns. There's right. uh, the, um, uh, what was that? Quebec thing that and, happened. Yeah. In and, some, somewhere like and by the way, they're not happy ago. with the bill either. Well, of um, course they aren't. There's not enough in there. But the thing is, like, if the Liberal Party ever just banned all guns, what would they run on it for the next election cycle? They wouldn't have yeah. anything. They'd have to run on like banning knives or something stupid. So it's just a a, a convenient uh, election punching bag for them. Correct. It's kind of why I think they don't actually want to solve the problem because if they actually went after the criminals and reduced criminal use of firearms, then they'd have less fear mongering for the last election. That's my very very simple right. voice. 
I'm going to actually, so tell people if they have comments or questions to let us know. Okay. So I'm going to, as we're going through this, we're going, I'm going to read some of the comments as they pop up and then we can continue on. If a Nerf gun was uh, painted black, would they count that as a replica? Actually, yes. Uh, and, uh, and somebody else said, you mean uh, powderless gateway guns? Yes. So uh, if anything is painted or if anything is used in a crime, it's actually considered a replica, a replica gun uh, or replica if the rep, yeah. Anyways, it's considered to be a gun, and therefore it's criminal offense and same penalties. So, it does appear that if the gun is designed to look exactly like, or designed to resemble or look like a real gun, then it would be prohibited as well. So, like all those mm -hmm. little 1911 and Glock-looking pistols that you see at Canadian Tire, those will probably fall under that. Or those yeah. Crossman pellet guns that um, mm -hmm. are yep. low velocity because they're a handgun and they're like a BB revolver or they look kind of like that uh, Smith and Wesson silver thing. Like those are all going to be prohibited under a bill like this, which is Correct. absolutely nuts. Absolutely yep. nuts that, yeah. that that's where we're at. I, 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 I can kind of see like, oh, there must have been some robberies with these things. But I don't really care. Like hose them, shoot a couple that's, of these people. That like that'll that'll learn them. Oh, don't well, don't rob the, with a fake gun. That's the excuse that's, that they make. So, okay, but that's just an excuse. I mean, yes. my thought on it is that they don't want kids using guns. And there's a lot of people who are anti-gun who do not yeah, feel that children should know what a gun is or use a gun because then they will turn somehow to a life of crime or. You know, go to okay. shooting. So it's not the guys that are paintballing that that are the problems. You know that, right? The sixteen-year-olds, yep. right? The, you do know that. It's the guys that are in, you know, as you said, Jane and Finch, that are using guns that are have the serial number filed off of it. And that. Well, we could talk a little bit about the stats, <laughs> like if if you like. So you're you're saying like we should be focusing on gang homicides, and I think I would agree. Yeah, let's go back. Yeah, that's that's uh, around forty. Five percent of all homicides per year are, are, are connected to gangs and gang activity. Uh, so that is a your growth that you've seen in the hom handgun homicides. They keep going on about that yeah. is all driven by gangs. And yeah, it, primarily, it, you are absolutely are correct. It has increased over the substantially over the years, and like overall, it, overall homicide rates and, and shooting have, rates are have down. gone down, yeah. but gang activity has increased, and gang homicides have increased as well. Yep. So I, uh, my wife, when I was telling her about the uh, the ban on the the on the paintball and the airsoft gun, she said they're throwing the baby out with the bathwater, and then she stopped mm -hmm. and said, "Actually, they're not even in the right bath." <laughs> no, they're not. No, that was pretty good. Okay. Uh, where, guidance. Let's start at the top and just go through it. Yeah, and, and and maybe just touch on like, is this hitting one of those goals that we set out? Like, because like, I, I think largely I've been arguing with some people on Reddit and that kind of thing about this bill, and a lot of them are like, "Well, this will get guns off the street. This will get guns out of Canada." But no. that's a that's a well, it will because it'll take it out of the hands of lawful gun owners. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, that's a strategy. <laughs> that's not a goal, right? You can never mistake the two. Because if you mistake the yeah. two, you start doing the thing that's supposed to change the thing, and it, and it won't actually solve anything. And I think that's that's what will happen if you want to affect gun uh, gang homicides by banning uh, legal owners. That's not going to have a very big impact. I'm going to tell you a secret. I'm going to let you in on this, okay? And by the way, gang members they don't turn in their guns. Just saying. 
Why would they leave? They need them. They need them <laughs> they more than I do. They need. They actually. <laughs> that's so. their job. That's a that's a that's a work PPE thing. Like it, I, it my my pistol goes to three is. gun. I, I don't I don't need one to protect my life because I'm slinging meth. <laughs> so from I what I do, I ask those questions. What do you have? My job gone on your board. You get it from and. They're going, well, it's my job. I need it for protection. It's what mm-hmm. we do. We carry yeah. it. Okay. So it's an absolute, and I, and I've actually had the balls to say, Hey, you know what? If there's an amnesty program, would you turn it in? Hell no. Why would I do that? I can actually sell it for like 10, 30 times more. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So guess what? They're not turning in the guns. The only people that are going to turn in guns are actually you and me. Yep. Uh, Go ahead. Let's get into the first part here. So the first part is combat intimate partner and blah, blah, blah. Uh, fancy words over here. They're going to put new red flag laws in. We've already have yes. red flag laws. Um, but this one sounds like a super de duper SWAT this people that you disagree with. And, uh, and scary, you know, actually. Yeah, a little bit. Because the, it is. the potential for abuse and to use this yeah. as a tool for harassment is very high. Essentially, the idea here yeah. is that um, you could ma- anyone can make a co- an application to a court for an order to immediately remove firearms Correct. for up to 30 days from anyone who might pose a, a danger to themselves or a third party who may be at risk providing access to firearms. To can you go back to the beginning? Huh? What's can you that? go back? To, what's the first words that you were reading? Introduce a new red flag regime. No. Anyone. Anyone can anyone. apply. Anyone. Anyone. Used to be that with firearms and removing them for whatever, we used to be basically the police, right? They would remove. You them. could lodge a complaint. You could go like you, you can call the the CFP program and say, "I'd like to lodge a firearm safety concern," and and then the cops would be like, "Is this real or not?" And if it was yeah. real, they would and go they'd to the courts and do it, the thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but now anybody can do that. And if you get the wrong judge, then they might just do it as a routine thing. Like uh, there's, there's lots of times whenever legislation is, is opened, it's like, is this going to be abused at, 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 uh, in the future? Maybe they won't abuse it right now. Maybe, oh no, we won't abuse it right now. But in the future, it's like, oh, well, these, these guys were having a disagreement. Uh, Mm -hmm. so we're going to seize his firearms right now, uh, for 30 days while they have this disagreement. And just in case, just a matter of course, it's Mm -hmm. allowed under the law. The law says we're able to, therefore we will. And laws should be assessed like that. How could this go wrong? Not how will it be used? Yeah, and you so get up, end up with like Patriot too. Law or the the Patriot Act in the in the U.S. Yeah, exactly. That sounds like one thing, but it actually turns out to be such a yeah. horrible authoritative measure that, uh, that that's still sticking around. Yeah, and that's exactly I, what this is. It would be mm-hmm. yeah, authoritarian, right? The removing. There's I wonder no as d- well. There's a third no party. T- go ahead. Go ahead. A third party who may be at risk of providing access to firearms to an individual who's already subject to a prohibition order. So if one of my buddies does something stupid and gets his guns taken away and the cops happen to know I hang out with this guy. No, I think that's actually my guns. No, Are they going to go like, it... search some gangbanger's house because one of his gangbanger buddies got arrested? That'd be okay. what if What if you take a buddy out to the range and mm-hmm. you don't know that he's actually prohibited and they're like, whoa. He's providing access for this guy. Okay, but yeah, that's actually true. But if you're actually selling a firearm or anything to anyone, it would be I. You're breaking the law. If you you, all you broke the law and you sold firearms, stop purchasing. But it doesn't actually say 
who sold them to the person. It says who may be at risk of providing access. Mm -hmm. So what's mm -hmm. that mean? Read it again. Just one more time. An individual, so they can have 30 days from an individual who may pose a danger to themselves or others, or a third party who may be at risk of providing access to firearms okay. to an individual who is subject to a prohibition order. Okay. So if somebody in the home and is in your home, maybe they're staying there or whatever, and they don't, and basically. Another possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. So if you have firearms, right. And somebody's, you know, staying in your home that is not allowed to possess them. You can be, anyways. Okay. There's all kinds of things. Or your neighbor. Or your neighbor, right? <laughs> well, I think providing access is, like, providing access, actually, you know, one of uh, one of Ian's most recent videos was talking about how your significant other, you should get your significant other to get their pal or our pal because in the same house, it's like, are they, do they have access to it and that kind of thing? Anyways, yeah. let's uh, let's keep going because we're, we'll, we'll spend all day on this if, if we uh, yeah. get a chance. Uh, the next one is a yellow flag license suspension regime. This is like, uh, yeah, you can just like seize your guns for 30 days and your license is revoked. And Or actually, no, there is no seize that would be required. Um, you just have to. You have to return. You have to turn them in, don't you? No, not with the That's yellow flag. Yellow it. flag is like a 30 day. Well, you can't go to the range or do anything. Leave your guns there. You're on house arrest. Your guns are on house arrest. Hmm. Okay. I watched uh, Ian Runkle's video yesterday about this, and uh, I thought he was maybe. I'll have to check into it. I well, thought the it, red flag one is a seizure. The yellow flag one is a house arrest. House arrest. Okay. See, that is so weird. Like it is. If it's I am enough weird. of a threat that you're taking my firearms license, but you leave me the guns and ammunition, what the hell? Well, this one was saying like if the person's no longer eligible to hold a firearms license. Uh, but like, when's the eligibility revoked or why was the eligibility revoked? Because maybe, maybe it was revoked for some BS reason. Yeah. Maybe he has a, he has a charge that's pending and he it's being reviewed before the courts. And maybe they found out you had ADD, like when you were 18 and, and you, when you did your application, you didn't mention that you had ADD. It's like, Oh, falsified. Uh, it's uh, okay. you, you do, you're not qualified to hold these. I don't know. It's just a really strange, it's weird bunch of wording yeah okay. uh, surrender pending legal oh this this one is a, a kick in the dick this is just <laughs> absolutely absurd so if you if it, you, you got a registration certificate for for a firearm the government revokes it hey uh we're revoking this now in the law there's this thing where you get to address it you get to appeal it hey yeah, I, this I think you did it wrong and now with this change if you do that if you appeal it you have to turn in your gun while you're appealing, which yes. is kind of ridiculous, kind of super ridiculous because, oh my God, I, I, can't, I can't even believe it's, yeah. I wonder what you that does appeal. to folks challenging that, doing the whatever it is right now. Does that mean that they're no longer covered by the amnesty and they have to turn their guns in if this got? Uh, uh, I'm not sure if it's passed. retroactive. It may not be retroactive. So anyone who's got one of those challenges in place right now, but like if, if they intend on adding a bunch to them, then uh, who mm. knows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Increased penalties for firearms trafficking. I don't think this this matters. I don't think no. this was ever going to get used in the first place. Like mm. judges don't assign maximum. They don't max out penalties for this stuff. No one's getting 10 years for 
uh, firearms trafficking, they get like seven. And then they like that, that ends up being like three or four after, you know, time, good time served kind of a thing. So the fact that they increased it from, yeah, it's it's like, oh, well, none of this stuff is actually applicable to gangs. Uh, We'll increase max penalties. No one's going to use them anyways. So. I think, I think you're right on this particular one. That's part of the poison pill because they're like, we don't like this. And they're like, oh, you don't want to lock. You're the you're the law and order party. What are you What are you doing? Yeah, that's well, kind of yeah. interesting. Like, um, um, one thing that I was reading some different reports on uh, minimum uh, mandatory minimums don't really work. They don't really have like a. a there was deemed un- unconstitutional as well. So. Yeah, unconstitutional, and they don't really work all that all that great. No. increasing max penalties like this the judge is never going to use them anyways so like like messing no, no. around with the penalties on this is not really how we're going to solve this problem you really have to look at the at at gun violence as a symptom of a problem and not the problem itself well certain people like to talk about root causes but not with firearms well okay if half of half of them are gang crime why do gangsters shoot each other drug drugs turf drugs. wars okay yep legalized a bunch of drugs let's get uh, recreational cocaine let's get acid mushrooms legalize it all now what happens oh gangs don't have anything to fight over they don't have any money they don't have any turf to fight over because all what are you selling turf for so i saw a very funny article somebody was writing about exactly that and they said uh, you never have two computer stores assassinating each other to determine who gets to be on what block <laughs> it's true yeah yeah, I think I like I don't I don't do uh, hard drugs, but I don't care if other people do. And if there's uh, murders happening every year because of it, like why not just legalize it? If we yeah. can't stop hard drugs from getting into prisons, I don't see what the point of uh, trying to keep them out of people's hands is. Yeah, mm. your local that dispensaries are, aren't. Uh... Aren't you can disagree with me, school. Kelly. Uh, I, it's, it's, I, not a, it's not a popular opinion. <laughs> I am addict. <laughs> Go ahead. Chicken. I'm with Adriel on that one. It's like prostitution and stuff. You can't. You can't. Well, legalize okay. it. So. Legalize it. Just legal. Oh, this is happening. We know it's happening. The cops aren't yeah. even trying to stop it. If you if, if the cops see someone shooting up on the street, they do not stop them. What's no. the point? What are we even doing here? Maybe take them We're, over to the legal yeah. injection site. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No. And I'm yes. Anyways. Anyway, there's chicken. We're we're Next. we're we're disclosure. Yeah. Uh there's gonna be some like firearms licensing and registration data that the RCMP will share with local law enforcement, I guess. I I didn't think this so, was uh, something that they weren't doing before. Maybe this is to uh, help with the uh, enforcement of municipal handgun ban. Exactly. This is correct. That's I wondered if they're for. getting into, you know, giving your local municipal, your local law, your local uh, bylaw people your firearms license yeah and well at first i was thinking like maybe this is like a port of peak thing like maybe one of the breakdowns was they, they didn't know but that, they those were rcmp so uh that's not the problem i think it, it must be it must be to try to better enforce the uh, municipal handgun ban that's exactly what it's for yeah yeah, yeah. speaking of municipal handgun ban they're mm-hmm. going to they want to support municipalities that wish to restrict handguns that works well Hold for on, Chicago. i want to see if i can actually say this without laughing this will help municipalities create, <laughs> create safer communities. There mm-hmm. we go. Almost. So they're actually, so they're taking the information and they're sharing it with the municipalities, the information on who is a legal registered gun owner, right? Yes. Yep. How, again, going back to the original start of the main topic, how is this going to impact gun violence? 
and people uh, use it in a criminal is, manner. That's not the goal. It won't. It should actually the, the say the goal. The goal is gun control, and and really to to get elected. Uh, this this bit isn't going to help with no. criminals or any of that kind of it stuff. It should say support municipalities that wish to ban legal handguns while doing nothing. So they it, it's so they're doing it through bylaws. They can't effectively ban it. So you you can actually so bylaw. What does that mean? It means you can get a fine. Uh, well, I mean, the feds, the feds could revoke your license. That's true. And once they've revoked your license, they could, then you're not, uh, leave them at home or, uh, take them. Mm -hmm. So if you get down to the third part of the support municipalities, it actually says breach of the federal firearms license condition, which is what that would be. If you breached Mm -hmm. the bylaw carries a maximum penalty of two years imprisonment as well as possible revocation of a firearms license or a registration certificate. So if you violate your local bylaw, you can go to jail for two years. That is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. And they say that yeah. any municipality has the option to pass bylaws related to handgun storage and transport, such as prohibiting storage at home or prohibiting storage anywhere within the municipal boundaries and limiting transport to or from the municipality if allowed by their province and territory. Correct. Interesting thing about that. If I want to go out to Kingston, I usually go yeah. down through Toronto. If they're banned yeah. in Toronto, I'm going to have to drive like so a hell out of uh, the, the, uh, the interpretation I read on this is that you could drive through, but you could not stop. stop. It can't, it can't be your start or end. Right. Oh. So it's going to be, okay, the, if this happens, it's going to be a mess, just like down in the U.S., because if you're actually going through different states in the U.S. or even municipalities, it, it, each one has something different. So mm-hmm. it just basically, you have to research this stuff right before you actually do it uh yeah so like realistically that will this help with the goal of uh gang violence not really like one one of the things that we know is that gangs are getting their handguns the stats aren't very good but somewhere between 50 to 90 percent of their handguns are smuggled in from the u.s especially correct when you consider most of our like large centers are very close to the U.S. Like most yep. of the Canadian population is within about 200 yeah. miles of the U.S. Um, and well, it's a large border and all you need is one carload of guns to, to get through. And you've got, you know, another yeah. hundred handguns in Canada. Um, sure. This isn't really going to affect uh, crime uh, handgun killings. It won't affect suicides because you'll still have other guns and it won't really affect domestic violence either. No, no, no. Uh, we have a couple comments. I just want to actually talk about those. Uh, Andrew, he said a guy in Toronto that smuggled in a record 60 plus guns got eight years. Yeah, didn't max out. No, he didn't max out. Um, And actually, there's some repeat offenders there. No, some of them. Anyways, um, in regards to the buyback, we're going to get to the buyback piece, so we'll leave that to there. At what point does the public finally open their eyes and see that this has nothing to do with public safety and everything to do with public control? Uh, getting voted in as well. Yeah. Like, I, I think the, the getting voted in part is strong because, like, this municipal handgun ban will, will help the uh, Liberal Party gain popularity in some of those large centers. Yep. Like this will largely be seen as very popular in Toronto or Toronto, Vancouver, Vancouver or Montreal. Montreal. Yeah. Yep. That's it. 
very popular there. So I right. think that um, they're going to gain votes there. In terms of what it does to us is it takes a very significant portion of firearms owners who are in these key areas and uh, forces them to move or forces mm-hmm. them to no longer participate in the hobby. Correct. And forces them to sell their guns at a, at a very steep discount to me. Yes. That's, that's part of it. There, yeah. It's not mentioned in here, but it's, it's in a, it's in the, the little like mouse text at the bottom. You have to say against yeah, Adriel. not actually sponsoring this bill. Okay. Anyway, no. Just if anyone's Give young people, blah, blah, blah. We're going to do $50 million a year for some programming. Who cares? It, <laughs> this is like a drop in the bucket. 50 million. Okay. Well, yeah, it's, it's $50 million a year. What are we spending right now on this kind of programming? Probably okay. a lot more. Okay, I just need to because in here it says provide two hundred fifty million over five years, and by the way, that's mm-hmm. just a drop in the bucket, right? Yeah, yeah. Look at what they're paying out right now in chairman. Anyways, right so starting in two thousand twenty-one, twenty-two to municipalities, indigenous communities. Today they made it to combat this anti-A. Today, they actually made a statement that they're actually going to be reducing sentences for people who are Black or Indigenous because they're overrepresented in uh, prisons. Yes, they are, by the way. I have thoughts on this as well. Uh, But uh, with respect to um, uh, drug charges, so they're going to reduce the sentencing for that. I don't know what the F is going on with our government right now. I do agree totally that in order for all of this to reduce uh, some of the uh, gang problem is actually programs do need to actually happen. It has to happen before the kids get into gangs, 12 year olds, right? There has to be programs for that, but 250 million is not going to help be helpful for that. It, it needs to be more and it needs to be good structured programs over five years. That's like a drop in the bucket. That's nothing. And then also again, like the whole thing, gang drugs and reducing sentences. It's like, I, my mind was blown today. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, yes, the, the, the programming would work towards the, the stated goal of reducing uh, gang violence. Um, you would really need to take a look at, okay, $50 million per year for the next five years. But, but is that what? How does that compare to what we're spending right now? Are they effective programs? Because we had Dare program in the past, and they found that with the Dare program, it was actually not only ineffective; it had the opposite effect. More kids tried it's, drugs that, that went through the Dare program than the ones who didn't. So it it it's very easy to roast a lot of money on the wrong kind of programming. Yeah. So the best thing to do for this is. Do your own research, look up who in your neighborhood is actually making a difference, and go help them out yourself. Mm-hmm. And the government can just stop it. Oh, that'd be nice. That's, there's that's programs like, for example, a Canadian. Yeah, there's programs, for example, like One to One, right? Yep. Fantastic program. These guys are used to be, these guys used to be gang members, mm-hmm. serious gang members, and they're out in the community and they are talking to people and making sure those kids are getting the information and, but anyways. Yeah. So it could work. Uh, it, it might, it might just be like 
fund. I, I believe this is funding they had already announced with uh, with something else as well. So maybe right. it'll work. Uh, one th- one warning, like so. This is this is additional funding that we've seen that they have added on very similar amounts to CBSA. Yeah. But if you look at the overall budget for CBSA, How it has broad. actually been slashed. So they yep. said we're we're adding fifty million a year to help with border protection. But if you look at the CBSA budget and you look at the projections year over year, they are cutting hundreds of millions of dollars per year. So it's like this it's is this is true. a this is a PR game, right? PR says we're providing two hundred and fifty million. Actual reality, they're cutting a hundred to two hundred million per year in budgeting for the overall program. And God, you you've have, gotta look at both. And you also have to look at how many sites or where is this going as well, the numbers. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if we're talking fifty million per year, right? It might cover 50 sites, a lot 50 of very small Toronto. programs. Yeah. No, this is municipalities and indigenous communities. This sounds like small, small town kind of a thing. Yep. Maybe it's, maybe it's cities. I don't know. I actually do agree that program needs to, there has to be things for kids before they actually yep. get into these gangs and, yep. and drugs and different things. So, yeah. I think that's going to be the community making a difference though, not the government. I really and legalizing so. drugs. So if people want to do, recre- <laughs> if people want to do recreational cocaine, let them tax it. Let them. Uh, they want to take some car fentanyl and uh, shoot into their veins. Go nuts. Do whatever you want. Well, no, with Adriel, I don't care what you put in your body. It's none of my business. Drastically reduce population. Okay, good. Okay. Good. Well, there's, there's too many people, anyways. Okay. So Russ said 250 million. Uh, same money than promised. They promised. I'm going to say promised year year. over year. Right. Yeah. This money has been promoted so many times. It's worthless. Yeah, they have done that a few times. There's a bunch of stuff they promised. They put money into to quote unquote reduce violence. Nothing ever came of it. Money yeah. never got spent. Okay, it's got some weird stuff here. Uh, new offense for altering a cartridge magazine. Hello. Uh, so currently, there's ten ten rounds for handguns and five for centerfire long guns. This bill will make it a crime to like modify one of those things. It's a pretty steep fine, up to two years and or five thousand uh, dollars fine. Uh, um, okay. This is already can illegal, I, though. Can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. Is this already? Yeah, it's already illegal. illegal? Uh huh. Okay. The, the liberal party likes nice. to do this. They just like add stuff in. It's like, oh yeah, let's make it illegal to modify hand- mags. It's like, <laughs> no one told them it's already illegal. <laughs> Did you guys read this stuff? Anyways, let's let's skip the the easy ones. Import ammo. Uh, if you're going to import ammo, uh, you have to have a pal, or complete Hello? or complete a declaration form. You, you actually have to do that already, and you can do that. But once you actually get over the Canadian side, you have to have a pal. Hello. Anyways, oh my head hurts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just... Uh, next, we're getting into ensure mid velocity replica firearms are prohibited. Okay, um, this is where. Meat and potatoes of this. Let's let's go. Uh, yeah, basically any any air guns, any pellet guns, any uh, airsoft. If it looks like a real gun, it gets banned. It's prohib. And so, I was thinking about this because I had a few guys saying, "Well, we'll just play airsoft. We'll just use bolt action rifles." No, this actually says yeah, looks like a conventional regulated firearm, which uh-huh. is all firearms. Yes. So to- 
Derek actually has a question. If BB guns are prohibited, so no longer allowed to be sold, transferred, etc., could they be part of the buyback prohibs after it's registered? A lever action BB rifle looks like a lever action rifle, sort of. No, yeah, I don't know. Do that. They said you could keep them, but you can't transfer them. You can't sell them. You can't to use basically them. you can't import them. You can still use them. Mm, this says prohibited. I said this says prohibited. For the, pro- uh, for the purposes actually... of import, export, sale, and transfer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can so keep you can still, them. You can keep them. Hmm. Yeah. So they, so they, they you have do this have with... to run. You have to run out and buy a bunch of these then. If you want to get into Airsoft, you have to buy them right now. Yep. Because mm-hmm. there will be no more imported if this passes. And then we'll get back into the good old days where CBSA didn't allow them and people would actually right. smuggle Airsoft guns into Canada. And they were crazy expensive and hard to get. And well, uh, it was irritating. Yeah. So Link actually had a question. It was from a little bit before, but I think it's pertinent to the conversation we're having now. He says the new bill is also going to screw with cosplayers that have no clue what the laws are and how they are changing. Absolutely true. So if people are... Uh, Yeah, I I think that um, if they go to events, Mm -hmm. that's where they'll hear about this stuff is at the event. Someone at the event will be in the know and they'll be like, oh, by the way, yeah, your bolt action AWP uh, airsoft rifle is now prohibited. (laughs) You can't sell it to anyone. Yeah, or I think fine that's of, where a bunch of people are going to get caught. Is they're going to be they won't know or they won't care. And who would think that it's illegal? People. Who who would who in their right Toy. mind would think like yeah, uh, you know I got a gel blaster like an airsoft gun. It's like oh well, if it looks like a real yep. gun, we're treating it like it is and it's prohibited. Yeah, yeah. Yep. crazy, so, crazy. This and we did so, not expect this one. Right, and that's that's ex- this is what they threw in, right? So Peter said that they uh, they said that this will make it impossible uh, to use firearms legally. By the way, our prime minister said this. I heard him. It was a soundbite. Uh, so again, going back, they said that they will make uh, they said that this will make it impossible f- uh, to use these firearms legally. Uh, isn't illegal use of firearms the problem? And that's exactly it. So thank you for that comment. Mm-hmm. So do you want to talk about? Um, glorification I don't this like is such a weird one i have never seen a gun ad that not doesn't do anything that i would say that depicts counsels or promotes firearms per violence against so, a person what so, home, home defense home defense yeah, yeah. this, this was is a great home defense shotgun whoop you just broke the law yep yeah Two, two, two years, years please. First defense. Five oh, years we're talking subsequent oh, defense. Are we a business on slam fire? What if we talk about using home, like a shotgun for home defense? Whoop, two years for everyone. That's you. Everyone You're going to jail. to jail. I'm already in jail every day. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have Let another 15 years. Oh, on this side, on this side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, so it's home defense. Um, yeah. That's basically Well, they it. did specifically mention during their little press release there that uh, we don't own guns in Canada for defense against our fellow citizens. We have the police for that. Yeah, self-defense like, okay, That's self- better. However, right? Yes. But self-defense is still a legal option for basically if you are somebody breaks into your home and it's self-defense or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You'll go to... Yes, you'll be arrested and everything, but you can go through it and you can be found not guilty because of self-defense. Yeah. So just saying, right? But talking about it. Right. Illegal. Well, advertising it, I guess. What's advertising? Is a podcast advertising? So, yeah. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we have to like we have so we're gonna have to be very careful what we say. Um if this goes through. Right. 
yeah, and it's just we're politics. gonna we're it's, gonna get there yeah. so okay okay let's keep going uh hey everyone uh that we prohibited on in may let's of get last to the buyback. year yeah um if you don't participate in the buyback, you can just keep it at your house and do nothing with it. But it, you'll, if it's like one of those non-restricted that we turned into prohib, you'll need to get your restricted license and you'll need to treat it like a restricted gun, except it's uh, on house arrest. Right. And uh, and that's it. So I, I, so I, mm-hmm. I was going to say, remember the long gun registry? Mm-hmm. This is actually registry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's what another, this is. We're, lo- and, we're registering some long guns not all of them here's the thing that drives me nuts about this one other than the hilarious little bit about uh, you know this will ensure a constantly diminishing amount of guns and uh, gun owners in our country they said if these guns are so dangerous so why are we allowed to keep them for two years exactly exactly and why am i allowed to keep them now forever because they're in my safe Mm -hmm. i have ammunition Mm -hmm. sitting next to them i have magazines with them and this is the part where the anti-gunners, the poly and all those. This is people, the one that they actually didn't correct. Like. Yeah, this drives them nuts. I'm like, hey, we agree. This drives me nuts too, because it proves that the entire thing mm-hmm. is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, right there. And, and again, the, the entire what, like, thing. Which which goal is this helping with? Is it helping with uh suicides? No. Is it helping yeah. with uh domestic violence? No. no. <laughs> Strictly speaking, if they were going to use that firearm, it's still going to be there and they like substitution is is readily available. Uh is it helping for mass shootings? No. no. This, this 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 doesn't check any of the boxes for any any real goals that, that we would have for uh uh for firearms laws. Nope. The only Unless thing the goal is, is the strategy. as much of a kick up. Yeah. And you so, don't see these on the range. People forget they exist and they can say, well, we're not allowing people to drive around in public with them. Not that mm-hmm. we were before. Yeah. You've got that right. comment from Kyle there. Kelly? Yeah. So Kyle yeah. says in regards to the buyback, they have been kind of clever. Well, they say that they expect the majority of gun owners to participate in the buyback. Uh, I feel secretly they are banking on the majority not participating. That way the money can be spent on the pro- on the program, can't be used as an example when the program fails, i.e. as was done with the long gun registry. You're actually correct on mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of sneaky too because um, once you register, you have like it's on the books and, and it's game over one way or the other. Um and if you want to get the money, you'll have to be registered. So you don't get you don't get an option of be like, well, how much are you going to pay for this thing? Oh, you're going to pay two thousand dollars. Yeah, have it. Oh, you're going to pay a hundred dollars. What? Nope, I don't what, have one. What rifle? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of sneaky on on that side of things. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. Which which uh, does go towards their goal of banning firearms, not their, like yep. which is should be a strategy, anyways. Uh, yourself said a registry registry makes it a lot easier to ban guns and that's the only yep. reason you have a registry if you're going to tax something or ban something that's the only reason the government wants to, to register it yeah uh firearms classification regime review mm-hmm. uh review firearms classification including whether to prohibit assault style firearms like hunting Again, rifles and I shotguns that, that, word, they've, that they've hit so far by definition in the criminal code instead of just by making model in regulations to be initiated by the minister of justice so the idea here would be to uh do a feature ban where if it's semi-auto with a detachable mag it's a, a therefore an assault ref- rifle and it's banned mm-hmm. right yeah. so that's Update. the idea there 
update the definition. They want to actually have a definition because right now, um, nice to have one. There is no definition, but we say, an assault rifle is this. It was banned, you know, years ago. Yeah, assault rifle has a definition. These other words do not. And uh, even if they had used the assault weapon uh, definition that they had previously talked about, none of our firearms meet that definition. We don't have large capacity magazine semi-auto rifles in Canada. We have small capacity uh, magazine semi semi-auto rifles in Canada. We don't have any 30 round mags. We don't have any 50 round mags. We don't meet the standard definition of the shitty assault weapon version. I am actually shocked that they haven't, they didn't do this years ago rather than by make and model. Cause make and model is kind of a really weird way to do this. Kind of a rinky dink way of doing it. But I think it's because like, this is a, this is an election issue every, every time they bring it up. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if they did it all at once, they'd only be able to pull that trick once. And then after that, they have to think of some, they have to make up something else to get votes for. Right. Yeah. I wonder about okay. this bit with modernizing language with respect to prohibited weapons, prohibited devices, and prohibited ammunition to close gaps in the law. What Prohibited what, ammo? What gaps are they talking about? Uh, well, you could own, still own a 50 BMG round, right? Mm-hmm. You can't own the gun. So maybe that's what they're saying with the prohibited ammunition. I wondered if this was going with Lars, Lar magazine. Yeah, well. I'm wondering too. Maybe. So modernized language. Maybe. So they want to update the language. The LAR mags will get nailed anyways because uh, yeah. the LAR well, pistols won't be in readily available in Canada once they're prohibited. Yeah. We mm. talked about that a little bit mm. last yeah. was it last week? Yeah. Yeah. Ian's got a video on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyways, that's that's coming up. Um, update the definition of public officers. Basically they're adding some people or some like job descriptions that can uh, be armed. Yeah. So yeah, people at the Bank, Bank of Canada, of Canada Royal Mint. Canadian Mint. I like Ta-da. that it's to protect the premises and the public. So if I get into trouble, I'm just going to call the Mint and tell them to send. It's actually not to it, what it is. Well, yeah, I guess. Well, no, it's to protect the money. That's what it is. Yes, cool. <laughs> just saying they need the money to actually. Anyways, go. they don't have any money. They're all in <laughs> debt. Break the printing presses. Uh, God, yeah. The governor and council can just designate like random people to be employees of uh, the crown and public officers, and they can carry a firearm. That's neat. You like you, like if, if if you know the the governor and council, they can just be like, "You can carry a handgun. You can carry a handgun. Hey, you can carry a handgun. <laughs> Everyone that I like can carry handguns, but none of the people no. I don't. No. <laughs> uh, create a national standard for to issue an authorization to carry uh, or ATC a firearm for protection of life. Oh, I like this. Uh, Are we getting will issue? Must issue? Uh, it's worse. No? So uh, there's, there's like one person in a country that has this. Um, I think this is to preempt Alberta and Saskatchewan's CFOs from going rogue and doing yeah. whatever, whatever they want. This is a little bit. And that's is also, that's my thoughts on it. Because they don't Cause use it right now. There's a so few the provinces. Yeah, there's a, pre- a few provinces that actually have CFOs that are, have been appointed in that province, like as you said, Alberta and Saskatchewan, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of this is being done so to basically and to give municipalities and and things like that. It is to basically take them out of the mix. Yeah, basically. What I'm surprised is that they actually still have an ATC because like Adriel, you said there's one person in Canada out of 35 million people that has one. I'm surprised they don't just remove it. Get rid of it. 
Yep. Yeah. Because it's never in use anymore. So Maybe that one person who has it is like they're the Illuminati puppet master. <laughs> like no, it'll, it'll be. A, I like that one. A, it'll be a judge or a politician, probably. <laughs> yeah, somebody like that. Yeah. So Doug Roddenbush said exactly that. They're trying to circumvent the provincial CFO's ability to do what they don't want the, them to do with the uh, ATCs. ATCs. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's we, keep let's keep rolling through here. Yeah, we're almost done. We're almost done. Uh, strengthen the transborder inadmissibility framework. Uh, I have no memory of this. So the bill would transfer responsibility for, I'm reading by the way, for the uh, transborder inadmissibility framework from the Minister of Immigration, Refugees and Citizenship to the Minister of Public Safety. So basically an emergency preparedness. So it's taking it from people who want to come in over the border and take and taking it away from immigration, refugees and citizenship. And now it's going over to public safety. Remember down in the US that whole thing about, you know, uh, what we were talking about a little bit earlier about you know, Ooh, we put kids in cages now. Can we do that? <laughs> I think no. we always have. I'm, I'm pretty sure we always have. Anyways, so uh, they're looking at basically uh, what is it? Uh, my brain is fried. Uh, I think they're moving like they're moving when and when someone gets rejected at the border. That is moving to Blair Blair's role. Public safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to immigration, refugee, yeah. and citizenship. No, it's yeah. not a like. Yeah, they want to come into the country, but that's not a ref. That's not a an immigration thing. That's actually Bill Blair. That's got to take yeah, care of that. Great big article. So on. yeah, but anyways. So, uh, see, Russ see, says see, some see, of see. these changes tell me the liberals have trolls watching the gun sites. Uh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Have you never seen like newspaper articles where suddenly something is quoted from Canadian gun nuts, man? The RCMP yeah. has people well listening to this show right now, I imagine. Yeah. So Russ, hey by guys, the way, you got you're, listening. you're now part of the uh, public uh, yeah, record. So yeah, just your host, man. <laughs> Establish a legal framework for the possession and use of firearms at high security nuclear facilities. Yes. So like people at nuke plants can have guns and stuff. They, they already can. They already do, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I know a I know, guy who does. I know people. Up. Yeah, I know people too. I don't. Maybe this is like I for just random this. schmucks, though. Like maybe these people aren't like blessed TAC team members. Maybe they're because it just says like nuclear security officers uh, by granting them limited they, peace officer status. So maybe they're just like random so they like can schmucks mean, people. You mean commissioners? I don't know. I don't know. This is not my world. I'm not military or police. I'm Maybe it allows them more arrest so, powers. Yeah, no, they have... it's, it's to acquire special equipment, including firearms, required to carry out security functions at their facilities. Okay. There's already people that on site that are very anyways, good. Very, that are very good, good, but they're also emergency response as well. But they all carry firearms. But if you're Maybe talking about just a allow armed guard, more armed guards. Yeah, anyways, or something like that. I went and did some work. Work like anytime I'm working in a in a third world country at like a gas plant or other like, uh, in like vitally important infrastructures uh, area, they're always armed. There, exactly. there was I was at a gas plant in Mexico that had of like a full, uh, twenty person military uh, detachment oh, with like on. all M16s, M203s, like all over the place. In the Caribbean, everybody has. Uh, there you got to. Anyways, that's the bill. It's silly. It is. It doesn't it doesn't really hit any of the goals we talked about uh, aside from the programming for kids. No, it doesn't. But the other stuff won't won't stop. 
uh, gang homicides. Is that there's realistically this isn't going to make any uh, noticeable impact to game gang homicides. Uh, it won't really do anything for the domestic partner thing. We had red flag laws before. If you thought your husband yep. was going to kill you, you can call in and, and have their guns seized pretty easily before. Right. Um, it's not going to stop Every, suicides. No, a lot of the stuff that was in there was already in there. We already talked about that. It's So it's not actually doing what it say is doing. So there are some people that have said basically that significant people like for example the police chiefs of canada they've they're not going to endorse us um they say it's not going to do what you're actually saying it's going to do there's also premieres there's also um and but there are people that are misinformed and say we are going to actually if this becomes law we are going to actually apply for it so the mayor from vancouver has already stated that he would do it i'm expecting some other people to get on board as well um Toronto, yeah. Um, Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, right away. Right. Victoria, okay. maybe. Right. I was talking to a buddy today who said he, he expects some of the smaller municipalities around the big cities to do it. He, as he put it, they don't want to be slut-shamed by the other municipalities for not banning guns. Yeah. Well, right. might, you might end up with some real weird ones, too. Like, I, I was, I was t- uh, talking to some of the people in the comments about um, Alberta, and it's like, Major city is not going to happen, but maybe like one of the little minor like suburb cities would be like, oh, actually, we're woke and we ban them too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it it's uh, it's awful because you could you could just like really like living in your uh, house in the uh, in this in like one of these little like sleepy retirement communities. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, now I got to move, I guess, <laughs> because I can't so, well, your type does. is no longer welcome there. Yeah, I mean, if I, like if you're in Toronto or Vancouver, season. it's coming. Yeah. It's coming, but I'm if expect- you're in one of these other I'm areas. I'm expecting my town, my city, to actually have a serious discussion about it. And I've already actually put people on notice that this is not going to happen or yeah. or I'm going to move. Yeah. Not that it really matters. They don't give a shit. No, anyway. they don't. But anyways. We need to move everybody to Gunville. <laughs> yeah. At so least the value time. in your house has gone up. So when you sell, you're going like, to make some money, right? Yeah, but yeah, then you hell yeah. Pay land <laughs> oh, yeah. Tax and buy another house. Oh, okay. Anyways, uh, cheap houses yeah. in Alberta. Yeah. <laughs> and no jobs looking. cheap houses. <laughs> I was actually looking the other day, looking at some of the facilities there. Uh, okay. Um, basically, uh, that's about it. Um, cool. Andrew wonders would guns like the Q Mini fix? the LAR mag issue. I don't even know what Q-Mini is. What is that? Oh, yeah. There's a couple other comments that mm. I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to be able to move addresses? Will they issue an ATT to move, or do I have to surrender it? You can move. They, you call yeah. in. Um, I, I talked to a listener of the show earlier this week, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then uh, someone on one of the discords is like, yeah, I moved from I think that that person moved from New Brunswick to Ontario and mm-hmm. uh, they called the CFO. They had to get an ATT because it was cross border. But I think in province, another person moved that I talked to and they're just like, yeah, just move. Yeah. Take your, take your prohibs and just move. There's no registration prohibs. certificate. So right. uh, just move, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but he's talking about specifically these things like do, because it's talking about you. If, you're, you have these now, you have to register it, right? And you have to... Oh, well, if the bill goes through, yeah. If but the bill goes right, through. right now, you can move. Right. I would imagine even with registration, they'll still let you move. With they them. will. I mean, if you've got people with ARs are moving and they just give you an ATT. Yeah, but whatever. that's part of the OIC. Anyways, right. but 
Okay. So what's the process? This is considered the first reading. There's three more readings, yep. right? And then two goes, more and then Royal Assent. Or sorry, two. Yeah. Two yeah, more readings. Total. It has to go to Senate and then it's Royal Assent. Let's be real. But gonna there's going to be there's going to be an election and anything that it has been tabled and then an election is announced that automatically gets thrown out the door window. It'll come I back would, later. The block said they wouldn't but, go for it. The block said, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, we want all handguns banned everywhere. Not this municipal thing. We're not going to vote for this. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, but then the liberals wasn't say, far enough. Well, We'll give you something else, and then they vote for it. Right? The NDP were saying the same thing. The NDP are like, nope, unless it's everything, it's not even worth doing. The reality is, though, the liberals are banking on a majority win just to push this through. They'll bring it back. Yep. If oh, they yeah. win the election and they win a majority, they'll bring it back, and this will just get put through, just pushed through. Maybe they'll That's change it. some stuff on it. Who knows? They probably will update it because they're getting, they're getting some significant pushback from people. People, I think they didn't. They'll take the airsofters they were... out. They're like, ooh, oh, we, okay, made, so... we made the wrong people mad. It's <laughs> <So, laughs> all they don't care guns. about guns otherwise. And, but all uh, of us, all of a sudden, the airsoft and the um, crossbows and crossbows and these people. So, what can we do about it? Let's talk about that. What can we do about it now? Uh, I think there's two big things that you can do immediately. Uh, one of them you should have been doing already. Take people to the range. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And the other yeah. one is what you're about to say. Talk to your municipal counselors about the upcoming handgun ban and yep. talk to them again. And again, get your friends to talk to them because if and, lots of people talk to, talk to that counselor about this issue, they're going to have to represent you at some point. So what are you going to be talking to them about? Are you going to say, Hey, dumbass, or are you going to be saying, okay, here's here. Here's what it is. Here's the layout and go through it just like we did. Here's uh, what it's going to impact. How are you going to actually, who's going to be responsible? How much money is this going to cost? How is it going to impact? You know, uh, well, th- some of those things are going to be concerned. Some of them are, aren't going to be concerned. So the, the email I sent to my local, uh, city councilor was, Hey, the liberal party reaffirmed, this is going to happen. They're going to allow municipals to municipalities to ban handguns. I don't want Edmonton to do that. Uh, owning handguns is already hard because they don't know. City councilors don't know this stuff. No, it's don't. already, it's already hard to do this. There's already automatic security checks. It's safe. The, for the stats that we do have, plenty of them are uh, imported in from the U S they're smuggled in. Uh, here's some links to police chiefs in Winnipeg saying this isn't going to work. These are all just brought in. So trying trying to uh, talk about efficacy and then trying to talk about the negative uh, harm from it. Local right. shooting sports, um, because my local club uh, uh, submits money for the Stollery Children's Hospital. I talk about that. Hey, this is a positive thing that we get out of this. People enjoy it. There's local businesses so it all has to be local, right? Because municipalities like yeah, care about the care local about. bit. So you got to talk about how it's going to impact the city in a negative way. Right. Um, and then, yeah, just give them that information. Because I think the, the most important thing we can do is help educate the city councillors on what the current very restrictive regime is yep. and the negative externalities that happen if this bill goes through. Exactly. Yep. The other thing that you could do is also, again, if your councillor or your city or if you're a mayor or whatever, invite them to actually go to the range and take them out and go through it so that they can understand as well. They need to be able to understand if they turn you down, they might, um, you know, 
I, uh, my, my, my counselor is very aware of who I am and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but I'll continue to actually advocate for firearms owners here in Kingston. I need to like, we need multiple know. people to be talking to, because if, you, if you're yeah. right, if the counselor just keeps seeing your name, like, ah, that's Kelly. Well, no, no, like that. Yeah. Well, we did actually, we, he and I had a conversation and it wasn't one where it presented himself in the, in a positive light with respect to listening to his constituents. So we need to have more and more people actually contacting your, mm -hmm. your, it can't be just one person, but they can actually, they need to, they need to listen to who their constituents are. Yep. Right. Yep. They need exactly. to. It helps a lot more if 500 people show up than, than one is what right. I feel getting at. So. Numbers yeah. do count. So the more people you can get on your side writing letters and calling, the more it helps. Yep. Uh, Kyle um, says, yeah. create the optics. Get out there. Help people realize there's no end. Liberals implement the airsoft on their bill. was actually a blessing because now a great number of people just got added to the fight. Absolutely. Right. You're absolutely Russ right. Russ says, join the CCFR and write letters. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So that fund that we were talking about, the Charter Challenge and all that, go and donate towards that. Uh, if you do actually know any airsofters, contact them. Talk, talk to them. Tell them that this is actually impacting them as well. Uh, by the way, we had some new business, airsoft businesses, join the CCFR over the last day. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of chatter going on on the forums. I talked to a couple of people that run paintball and airsoft businesses, and they're they're not happy, nor should yeah. they be. So the other, th the other thing is, Kyle said, create the optics, be out there, help people realize that there is no end. You have to do that. We, as gun owners, used to hide, right? And don't hide anymore. Say, I'm proud. I, here I am. I'm, I'm a gun owner. I'm safe. Here's yep. all the things that I do. And this is not acceptable. Yeah. This is yep. my this is our try to for any group. Try to get your range to have more open days, more guests, more of all that public facing stuff. Try to get yep. more matches put on, approachable yep. matches, because that approachable matches, there's 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 gun owners who just don't care about guns. Um, and I think that makes up for a large portion of, of the two million PAL holders in Canada. They, they have like a hunting bolt action rifle and they don't really give a crap if everyone else loses all their guns as long as they've got theirs. Um, they do I, if it's a crossbow and it extends your deer season, though. Yeah, uh, but like pr I'm just saying, pri primarily yeah. the, the two million out there. So I, I think that if you got those people into competitive shooting, mm -hmm. changes it. It's completely yeah. different once once you get into competitive shooting because now you're talking with people in the community and it you're building a hobby around it rather than just you know you you go drink mm -hmm. beers with your buddies and shoot a deer once a year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Which I, I do. I do that, but you shoot the deer and then you go back to camp and have your after everything's yeah. locked up. <sighs> Family right. days at the range, ladies day at the range. Yeah. yeah. People are actually yeah. making suggestions. Go and do that. Organize yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Do outreach uh, as well. And talk to things. people about what you do. I mean, a yeah. lot of people that I work with, I would say a lot of people at work, they know exactly what I do. Because I tell people. So uh, Tim has asked, can you uh, link the email you sent out to your city councilors? People can take that and just actually modify it for to suit their own purposes. I will take that email and I will put it into the show notes tonight. So if you go on the Slamfire Radio website, it'll be on there. Yeah, and then you can awesome update it for your own. 
Adrian's yep. really good at actually being concise and uh, nice. Not an asshole on like, don't be an asshole in these emails because yeah. uh, That's we already happen. have like a, an image problem. I would, I would say, and uh, being nice about it is, uh, is way better than being an asshole in, in these emails. Oh yeah. People can't ignore you when you're being nice. They have to respond and they can't just throw it in the trash. Well, I was talking to somebody today who actually said that they wonder if the reason this law is so outrageous is because they're just trying to get people riled up and furious because that's the that's the stereotype that we're fighting. I don't know if if you listen to Dustin on the CBC like roasting that that moron from uh, Simon yeah, Fraser awesome. University like oh give me that all day long I'll I'll take that <laughs> if yeah, that's the outcome wasn't, he wasn't impolite about it and that's the, no, thing, that's right? the stereotype is incensed. a bunch of ru- drunken yeah. rednecks well, you know about yeah. shooting up the wilderness and he wasn't that he, they had a, they had a couple of callers in and they're all pretty respectful and they're all there's yeah. there's plenty of people who's like oh like i have an ar-15 i don't think this is a problem i'm not gonna turn anything in i'm the, like mm-hmm. and and they were very even even the ones who weren't as eloquent as dustin were still yeah. fine there were yeah. there were no lang- angry rednecks track. I ended up calling into, I think uh, it was about two years ago when they were first talking about prohibiting AR-15s and after some of the shootings in the States. And I phoned into one of my local radio stations and I talked to them on the air for about 15 minutes. They put me on hold afterwards and they contacted me. I couldn't do it, but they wanted to go out to a range and shoot an AR-15. So I hooked them up with Brian Bolivar. And that afternoon, he took them out to the range and they did a whole piece on it. That. Which is pretty good. Yeah. You know? It was good. That was a good recommendation, by the way. Yep, I'm Oliver is pretty good. He is a great guy. I try to give all anti-gun liberals facts whenever I can. So uh, this is a lady that's on our regular listener as well. Fantastic lady. Uh, and uh, she's able to spread some of the message too. She's She says she admits that she's a liberal, but uh, not all liberals actually are anti-gun. And I know that too. So They're not. I, I think that yeah. if, if you are a member of uh, the, the Liberal Party or the NDP Party and like uh, uh, gun gun stuff otherwise, like they, they, they align very closely with it, what you want, you got to help us with like make the change in, inside, like yeah. affect change in there because I can't help. Like I'm, I'm not aligned on, on other personal values with any, with either of those parties. Uh, or even the conservative party for that matter, but uh, we gotta we gotta affect change on this in, internally. Yeah, yeah. Misinform misinformation is, yeah. is and there's a lot horrible. of it. I mean, when you get talking to people, like it is amazing how many people you'll talk to about it. I was at one of our offices and they were talking about something down in the states and they were going on about assault weapons and no one should have handguns. And I'm like, actually, I've got five AR-15s. They're like, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, yeah, man. You know what's really cool? Doing it while you're on your afternoon walk when you know around the prison, right, with the yeah. rest of the girls, and they're going, those AR-15s. I'm going, yeah, they're cool. I have a couple of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, facts, facts, facts. And then we have a conversation, right? Yep. Yeah. And the conversation. And that's, and that's yeah. the thing, right? If people know you, and all of a sudden, you know, those people are you. Mm-hmm. It, it, it doesn't matter who it is. Like it worked that way for the LGBTQT community. It works that way for everybody. Those people become just people. And all of a sudden it's not all this scary BS information. You know, they're thinking, oh crap, I know Kelly and Kelly's pretty cool. And here's the prime no, minister thanks. going on about all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. I know you know too many people mm-hmm. going on about all this stuff. And, you know, this person's good and they took me to the, they, maybe they'll take me to the range or, you know, they seem yeah. reasonable and they're safe and I like them. So maybe this is all BS. So and that's one the of big the, thing. 
So one of the things that I recently posted on Twitter, I've been on Twitter a lot lately. That's oh, why, why I'm having I'm having a headache. Anyways, um, but Christine Freeland, who's our uh, deputy prime minister, she yeah, okay, all right. Anyways, so again, at the beginning of this, there was the quote with respect to uh, domestic violence and protecting our indigenous women, right? And I'm going, I'm an indigenous woman. I reposted a tweet that I did back in October, or sorry, back in May. Oh, with respect, I said, how is removing my AR-15s and banning me from owning firearms going to protect this indigenous woman? It's not. Crickets, I'm guessing. Right? So there was some comments. Have we done a gender gender, um, study about how this impacts? And and you can actually do that, but I don't think that there has been. Anyways, so... But. I think um, when you when you approach gun control and and the goals that we talked about at the start there, putting a gender based lens on it can get you some faulty uh, insights. It's it's easy to get to the wrong spot by focusing on the wrong things. If you, and if you if you apply right. a gender based lens on gun uh, on the outcomes of homicides but. and suicides, men are the primary victims of both homicides and suicides. Oh, that's absolutely true. However, that being said, if you're using it to actually introduce a bill, right? And you're saying this is going to protect women or whatever. And I'm a woman over here who's a firearms owner and saying, I would, about empowerment and all that, how is taking away my firearms going to empower me or being my being able to protect myself? Because women don't own guns. It's a bunch of white, drunken, redneck men. It, well, That's yeah. the stereotype, right? right. I'm not so, drunk some of the time, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> you drunk, I am. Anyways. They did this in the 90s as well. They did the exact same thing, and they went on and on and on about all these women that are being mowed down by these gun owners. And then somebody finally said, because they were giving like a percentage of you know X amount of domestic murders or committed with firearms, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody finally near the end of the entire thing said, how many are we looking at? Like, what's the actual number? So that's the piece. Yeah. What's the actual number? And when we start looking at statistics, we have to look at what's the actual numbers are because a hundred percent of one is, or one of one is 100%, right? Exactly. But we also have to look at like, what are the other numbers? Where do they come from, too? In comparison as well. And that's not what's being used. What's being used no, is the inflated. Like, statistics. for me, I want to see, like, how many of those people own guns? How many of them are gang members? How many have firearms licenses? What communities are we talking about? What are that's, the actual numbers? What are the percentages? Yeah. And none of that gets talked about. It's just the emotional. Well, they don't have rhetoric. it. They, no, don't they, have they don't it. have it. A lot of this is like, yeah, we don't have the stats, but, you know. Here's how cares. we feel. Yeah. Yeah. The feels. Anyways. Don't let stats get in the way. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. We're at two hours here. Yeah. We are. Listener feedback is sponsored by Armor DC Gunsmith. Armor DC Gunsmith is a full service gunsmith and a very nice fellow who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and Cerakote finishes as well as wood and steel refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca. You can follow him on Facebook and Instagram, and he just go to his website. <laughs> He's got links there. Yeah. So we've been updating Facebook throughout this whole entire conversation. So mm-hmm. we're good there. And guess what? There was no new emails this year. This this year. This year? Oh. This week. Wow. Write us emails. We're lonely. <laughs> 
Kelly wants to share a recipe too. So, If anybody wants a recipe, send a request to slamfireradio at gmail.com. I'll send it out to you. Uh, podcast app reviews. We have none. We have no Facebook reviews. Nope. No, nothing new this week. This makes us sad. Uh, Patreon supporters. Patreon supporters should have received your patches and email. If you have not received yours in a month, send us an email. Go to patreon.com slash slamfire radio and support us. We appreciate it. It lets us do things like get Kelly new hats. Nah, Kelly paid for her own hat. Just kidding. No, this was actually from. (laughs) Yeah, no. It helps buy all the little things we need for the show, like equipment and stuff. You can also support the show by visiting our website, clicking on the links for Cabela's. We get a teeny tiny bit uh, when you buy stuff from there. Shout outs, Kelly. I have a few. So, all right. So I want to say to Rick and the guys at uh, CRPS, uh, you guys did a fantastic job with your inaugural referral. And they have a new podcast, by the way. There's so many people doing podcasting right now. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, when uh, we were talking about you and you and Rick and uh, Womfat doing the podcast, it's like, Oh, that's a different one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Rimfire Nation podcast. <laughs> no, no, it's a different one. So different Rimfire there. Nation is a new podcast that's out. Go over and uh, give them a listen, guys. They did their inaugural yesterday. Also to Deneen and Casey, thanks for from Lady Guns. Thanks for having me on last night. And it's I don't really think it's a podcast, but it's like their YouTube series. So you can go over there and actually check them out there. So, and uh, yeah, I think I'm actually going to start promoting or telling you guys about some of the different podcasts that are out there. I've cool. started listening to them again. Silvercore had, did a really, really, really good one recently with uh, Ryan Stacy. I gave him a shout out. I uh, talked to him a couple of days ago. I said it was a really, really good one. It was a Q&A one and they were talking about the whole uh, anyways, you got to listen to it. I'll let you listen to it. It's funny. It's related to some something that you bought recently that's stuck someplace with UPS. Anyways. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's it for me. Hey, Drill, what do you got? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nope. Screw everybody. Heck with you guys. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, I see that my buddy Kingpin is listening tonight. So, hey, Alex, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. And hey to Andrew and all the rest of the Ontario Rifle Association folks. I miss you people, and I look forward to maybe getting out of the range with you later That's in awesome. the year. Yay. You can check us out on Gun Orders of Canada. You can like us on Facebook. We're at 2,713 orphans defeated by each like. Uh, you can give us a review on Facebook. It is now love. I don't know. Oh, love us on Facebook? Is that what that means? Yeah. The heart. Yeah. Make the make the hearty symbol thing. at us. No. We'll be happy. Just go and give us a review on Facebook, guys. Okay. Yeah, review <laughs> us on Facebook, and this it's something about love. So I don't know. Join the CCFR, throw a little money their way for the uh, the legal challenge. Very important. And uh, yeah, see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Yep. Bye. Can I get chicken now? So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over. It's time to get a gun